in as few words as possible, the strongest start you could ever possibly have. And then Disney clearly fucking ended up in Alex's rabbit hole. And then then just stumbled and fell and fell. And then right at the end, Rise of Skywalker, it's like, no, we've got to have some sort of a strong finish. And it's like they're crawling, they're really trying, and they're getting like the finish line's there and they're crawling for it. They're bloody, they're scarred, it's awful. And they get over it and they're not happy. This is vivid (laughs) imagery. That was very visual. That was great. I felt like I was there. Hello everyone, welcome back to another installment of the Fill Me In podcast, where this week we're here to film you in sequel style, which which means it's going to start off quite good and then get very disappointing very quickly. It starts yeah. off good. <laughs> it's true. It is that, very true. That can also be used for my sex life. Oh, we were waiting for someone to say it. Xander, can I just say, your sex life never started good. Hey. Wow. Hey, Sick. I would like to vouch for Xander here. You did a will from Thanks. the in-betweeners. Thanks, Alex. We're not telling hey. that story in the podcast. I'm not telling <laughs> that story in the podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm not telling the story, but all I'm saying is, not being a recent thing, Xander's a top shagger. <laughs> wait, wait, hang on. I'll, I'll cut this out. What, what have you heard? <laughs> so, Star Wars. Um... <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. The um, rise of shagging. Anyway, so this week uh, I am I, I'm I'm Xander Langwiston, your host, the host of the Filmian podcast. With me, as always, is my good old co-host. It's Mr. David French. How are you doing, my good friend? Ugh. Sick. Fantastic. <laughs> That's my. That is how I'm doing because I had to watch fucking Rise of Skywalker. You had the option to have the week off. You had the option to have the week off. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa. I was not given the option to have the week exactly. off, and I still <laughs> had to watch the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> nobody was given the nobody else was given the option. I feel bad for the rest of the fam to be on this show. <laughs> no, no, we were all invited. We could have declined. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. The and then when you say yes, <laughs> and when you say yes, you are locked into an agreement. <laughs> yeah. it's like and a deal with the yes, devil. It's it. the law of equivalent exchange, David. <laughs> yeah. Um. And rejoining us um, for the umpteenth time, it's uh, Mr. James O'Malley from Shock Radio. How are you doing, James? I'm all right. I'm all right. Christmas was uh, Christmas was nice. Hope everyone had a uh, had a pretty good Christmas. Um, actually, this Christmas is coming happened. out in the new year. So yeah, I know, but we're recording this around Christmas. So oh, yeah, you know, good point. Well, that Merry point, Christmas, so. everyone. And we hope you all had shit New Year's. <laughs> what? Well, an all right why Christmas. Would you, why would you wish that? <laughs> Jesus. Well, you can't have good too. You can't have them both good. Yeah, yeah isn't it? One or the other, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Um, it's, it's like trying that, to have a good birthday. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> and the other voice you can hear is um, from the Flat Moon itself. It's uh, Mr. Alex Woods. How you doing, Alex? Uh, I'm. I'm. I've been better. Um, you know. Yeah. Uh, last oh, God, time. Yeah. Last time I was on this podcast, I had two working legs. Now I've only got one. <laughs> now um, he's got zero working legs. I wish I Alex, had zero, then I'd be in a wheelchair, but Alex, instead I've just got a crutch around everywhere. Jeez. Alex, Jesus. do you do you want to explain to everyone why you're an idiot? Um so basically um it was Christmas night and I wanted to see Santa. Wait, 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 um, did you just say Christmas night? 
You didn't tell us that very vital part of the fucking story. <laughs> are you are you on about cr- Christmas Day night or like it was, Christmas it was Eve? Christmas, it was Christmas Day night. Okay. Towards the um, night after Christmas. Towards the, <laughs> towards night, the night during yes. Christmas. Towards <laughs> the night which you would call Christmas. Um, okay. And I went up a hill to, uh, to see if I could see any like firework displays because... I live in quite a hilly area, and I thought, you know what? People might be setting off fireworks on Christmas Day. So um, me and my friend, we, we went up to the top of this hill. Um, and then on the way down, I fell in a rabbit hole. Um, and then proceeded to stay on the hill for a bit longer. Now, here's, here's the thing. A okay. rabbit hole. Like, right. They're bigger rabbits are, rabbits than are my fairly tall. Right, this is this is the you didn't you exactly. didn't fall in a rabbit hole. You fell in no, a no, hair no, hole. That's where you no, fell. No, 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 no. See, see, I feel like you're imagining some Alice in Wonderland type shenanigans where <laughs> I fell into a hole and like I carried on falling down the no, hole. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I just I plain and simply put my foot very deep into a rabbit hole with a lot of force, and then put the rest of my body onto my foot. With uh, a lot he, of he put his foot down with chest. He was like, I know yeah, exactly basically. where my foot's going. <laughs> so basically, he got folded like a chair. Yeah, that is, uh, that is the perfect so, <laughs> description. So what, is the foot, is the foot broken then because you're on crutches? Nah, nah, nah. Just, just sprained your ankle, yeah. I got a ridiculously swollen, sprained ankle. and uh, oh, but I, I took my first steps today. That was good. Hey. Like, a, hey. like a newborn. Little baby like Bambi. Look at him go. <laughs> Bro, I'll hook you up with, with some uh, with some walking shoes at work. I'll do it. Some, some first walkers. Yo. Hashtag not a sponsor. Please sponsor this us. Is, this is not sponsored. But we can be if you want to sponsor us. Oh, yeah. yeah, we definitely can be. Yeah. Um, well, that's that's the panel for today. Um. <laughs> so that's the, the non-sponsor of the day um, I swear to God, that's just a running joke for every single podcast we somehow mention any form of brand or... yeah different brand yeah. Oh, no, yeah, you, get, you guys know you, you, sponsor. You, should do, you should do reverse sponsorship you should get in contact with companies and say something like hey you we I mentioned talk, you in our I, podcast no no no, no. <laughs> I, I won't talk about your brand if you pay me <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That'll be a re- like we just say. Oh, by the way, we're sponsored today. We don't know who by, but we are sponsored. Yeah. I I won't. I think that'd be quite funny. My yeah. podcast with your company. But give me money. For it. money. It, it's like like okay, like Galaxy, for instance. We'll get so much money for that, like, man. Like you, you just get, get, get in contact with them and say, hey, okay, I'm gonna say some stuff about your company, and and if you if you don't pay me, then you know. I'm gonna speak about yeah. Blackmail doesn't seem like the best way forward. <laughs> we, we, should go, we should just do that to Warner Bros. We no, should not talk about any we, of your films. We will, we, we will say Wonder Woman 1984 is a good movie if you pay <laughs> us, oh my like God. you paid everybody else. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, you no. need the help. I mean, you were certified fresh. <laughs> right. Okay. Look how that turned out. We'll Xander, don't worry. Xander we'll from the future. Edit the clip from earlier in now. Hold on, I'm getting news up. Uh, we don't need news because this is a. We're we, not. Yeah, we're not. We're, yeah, we're not doing any news now. 
no uh, no recommendations still for the next couple of weeks. Oh, that's... Yeah. We can do recommendations, but just not news. Do we not want to talk about how Wonder Woman 84 is fucking horrendous? I haven't apparently. seen it yet. Nobody has. It's just apparently horrendous. Well, actually, everyone in America's seen it. But yeah. it's really weird, don't you think? Xander, just start recording. It's really weird that it's just... It got really good reviews and then really bad reviews. It's not weird. It, no, 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 but it is. Because usually not. they no, just pay for the reviews. All, no, everything before, all the tweets before the embargo got lifted were like, like this is amazing. This is the better than I, the first one. Can I, I just thought we were in for like a Dark Knight level sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely like, not. But like, can I just say there was also horrible test screenings. Like before they did reshoots for the movie, there was horrible test screenings. You know, I People feel like it it's, shit. Been, it's been more common to see Warner Bros. in a headline followed by audience hated the test screen than it has been like anything else. They've um, in the past like ten years. It's I I just saw a thing before we started saying uh it's now officially the lowest score on IMDb for any DCEU movie. That includes. Yeah, to be honest, Justice a lot League. of people have been Superman saying that they prefer to watch Justice League. Suicide yeah, but the thing is, because like, the thing is, I think Batman v Superman's kind of got better as time's gone on. I think not much, but a little bit. There's stuff to like about it. There is. Yeah. I think it's got a, it's got a case of sequel of prequelitis in that everyone wanted it to be this amazing thing and then it wasn't. So everyone was disappointed by it, but now everyone is kind of like coming to terms with this is what we've got. So let's just accept it. Yeah. 5.7 on IMDb and 59 on Metacritic, which is Ooh, bad. That's bad. Wait, wait, what? 59 on Metacritic. That's so Based low. on 55 reviews from uh, critics. That's bad. That's real bad. That's horrendous. User score is 4.3. Uh, it's still 62% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not too bad. Wait, it's still sorry. It's still bad. Did you just say 62? 62%. Holy! Last time I checked, that was it was like seven. It was like sixty odd. That, yeah, it was 62. like now it's sixty even. <laughs> oh my god, man! What uh, is happening? Seventy-two percent on the audience score. It was certified fresh. I thought. Can it was, I just say? I thought <laughs> if it was certified fresh, then it couldn't become rotten. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. It, it still is fresh. It's still well. No, it's it, it, currently it's a tomato. It's a tomato currently. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, that is. That's uh, impressive. When this comes yeah, out in January, say, I can't wait. Man. When this gets lower in January, when every other person in the world is able to see it, it will likely go lower than the Monster Hunter movie, which is being called the worst video game adaptation of all time. And there's some fucking stinkers. Hang on. There's a film that's coming out called The Reason I Jump, which has got 100% uh, on the tomato meter, but it's not certified fresh. Oh, that's um, because being certified is only dependent on how many reviews you've had. Oh. Yeah. So oh, if you're yeah. a big a movie, of... you need 80 mm. or more reviews. If you're an independent movie, you need 40 or more reviews to make it so certified. So what's DC going to do that then? Uh, what are they going to do about that then? Because, um, you know, they're not certified fresh anymore then, are we? Nope. No. Just means it's probably shit. Well. Shall we start this Star Wars podcast? Can I also yeah. quickly just say, I was telling you two yesterday that it was apparent, like, I was watching a review of it, and you were trying to, like, not necessarily defend it, but also trying to defend the fact that they do shit stupidly when it comes to their continuity. 
But at the same time, you can't defend stupid continuity. Yeah. No, you can't. Oh, like, the, we were saying that about, about oh, Wonder oh. Woman, like saying that it's that the DC have decided yeah. that their cinematic universe isn't going to work, so they're just going to make AKA, loads of random movies. They no, realize they fucked but, up, but that's that. This is in the like continuity of Justice League still, because it's the same universe, and they confirmed that before this movie was like coming out. And have you? I I, I don't want to get. In fact, no, I can't say what I'm going to say because I don't want to get into spoilers. But there's. <laughs> Who cares some... about spoilers for Wonder Woman? I care. Right. I want to see it. That, yeah, I'm I, indifferent. I, I'm not. I'm not. I don't. And any people who might be listening, I don't want to say. I know because I've read the spoiler reviews and like seen and and that I know the big thing gimmick in the in the story, and it does work in a way that helps and and expand and connected universe like the MCU has, but. It contradicts everything that Warner Bros. has said about not having a connected universe and having these separate films, which is why I was so excited about Batman. I am so still excited about Batman. I'm and Joker, so that works so well. Still indifferent on Batman. Oh, you're a sick bastard. Trailer was good, but... You're a cynic, like, mate. It's going to be trailer brilliant. Trailer was good, but at the same time, I enjoyed the trailer for Suicide Squad. Look Everyone enjoyed the trailer for Suicide Squad. Exactly. I hated... If you put Bohemian um, Rhapsody in something, then that means that you're going to like what it looks like, or at least you're going to like it for Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, man. That's, That's just point. how it works. That's just how it works. Yeah, I forgot Bohemian like Rhapsody was scene... in the trailer. I just like the trailer. The trailer is a good trailer. The trailer is Bohemian right. Rhapsody, David. You can't say you forgot that Bohemian Rhapsody was in the trailer. I genuinely forgot. The whole no, but, trailer was but, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, but Granted, I it came like out that, in high school. That speaks bigger amounts the fact that you forgot it was bohemian rhapsody because you yeah. remember the, the good trailer but you're not going to remember that it was a good trailer because of it was it was a good song but that is why you are actually remembering it the warner bros is just rubbish at advertising that stuff basically yeah mm. yeah so star wars yeah we're, <laughs> we're doing a star wars podcast today aren't we? um <laughs> That was a conversation from earlier. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Um, <laughs> you're I gave you, I gave you so a little clap just in case, Ander. Thanks, yeah. thanks. Um, you're going to have so much fun editing this. So, this week, we are continuing our marathon of all things Star Wars, and this week, we're carrying on with the sequel trilogy. <laughs> I don't like sound. It's coarse and rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere. No, I am your father. Missy called Jaja Binks. Missy, your humble servant. Now, young Skywalker, you will die. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Amazing. Every word of what you just said was wrong. Chewing. We're home. This is where the fun begins. Great. It no is definitely one. a marathon. So that is I'll um, tell you that much. For those of you that don't know, it is episode seven, The Force Awakens. 
Episode 8, The Last Jedi, and Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. Um, straight off, these these are divisive movies, um, to say the least. One of them we'll get to a little bit later is potentially the most divisive movie of our generation. Um, yeah, what, fair to say. What, did, uh, what, what do we think of these, or just as a whole, as a trilogy? Uh, okay, I'm going to go through each one. Uh, James, you go first. Yeah, no, okay. j- just I, I, just the trilogy as a whole. Don't go through each one. We're, we're going to go in, through each one in a in, bit. Just in, like a, in, a trilogy as a whole. In as few words as possible, the strongest start you could ever possibly have. And then Disney clearly fucking ended up in Alex's rabbit hole. And then, <laughs> and then just stumbled and fell and fell. And then right at the end, Rise of Skywalker, it's like, no, we've got to have some sort of a strong finish. And it's like they're crawling, they're really trying, and they're getting like the finish line's there and they're crawling for it. They're bloody, they're scarred, it's awful. And they get over it and they're not happy. This is vivid <laughs> that imagery. Was, that was very visual. That was great. I felt like I was there. <laughs> That was almost as visual as Wait, crap, I was there at all of the midnight screenings. Oh my god. Oh, that's what happened. That's what happened. Why? Because I'm a Star Wars fan. I wanted to go see these movies. I I have to agree with James, but I've also got to add, what a strong start, and what a brilliant director to have direct the second film in the trilogy. But then, why... Do studios feel the need to just deny directors visions yeah, and just man. write right. over them completely? Hundred percent. I mean, we'll get we'll get to it more when we're talking about the film that I'm talking about. But yeah, that was what I got from rewatching these films. I was just like, there is so much sense of studio meddling. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how how much you guys like watched uh, like the Olympics and stuff. But like, do you, do you remember Usain Bolt's final big race? Yeah. Right? So hundred meter sprint. Right. It's Usain Bolt. He can't lose. He can't lose. It's Usain Bolt, fastest man on earth. Really, really strong start. Then suddenly his leg breaks and he loses the race. <laughs> That's a pretty good analogy for Star That's Wars. Exactly what happened. That's it's, literally Star Wars as a whole. That is, that is, <laughs> no, that's the sequel trilogy. That is the no, that's, a, that's the whole of Star Wars. That's the whole it isn't, is it? So yeah, that it, is the it's whole a strong Star start, and then, Jesus Christ, the, not just the leg, the fucking neck, too. <laughs> so, basically, <laughs> oh, wait, after... I, I, have, I have literally just... I can sum up my thoughts on the sequel trilogy in seven words. The biggest fucking mistake of all time. Okay. Wow. That... That I don't actually disagree. Nobody can. So because I'm fucking right. <laughs> so for context, before the sequels came out, basically George Lucas created the studio Lucasfilm, and that studio made the original Star Wars trilogy and the prequel trilogy. Then after the prequels finished, George Lucas sort of took a break and was then gonna. There were discussions of him making a sequel trilogy in episodes seven, eight, and nine. That was all, that he said that was always the plan to have this nine chapter series. Then Disney came along and said, "Hey, we like your company. Can we please have it?" So they paid four billion dollars with a B to George Lucas for Lucasfilm which has the rights of Star Wars, Indiana Jones, and then a couple of other things. 
and uh, might have heard of them. Disney then made the efforts to go forward with this sequel trilogy and like have spin-offs planned as well and we'll discuss those next week. Um and then yeah, so so then Disney became in charge of Star Wars and they released Can I also can I also say they also did the worst thing that Star Wars has ever had done to it and got rid of the extended universe stuff. They yeah. did do and that. Yeah, but from we the will canon, definitely, which is definitely the more talk interesting about that shit. Next week. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Well, next the extended, week as well. like Star Wars Legends, I can't really talk about much because I've not read any of the books or stuff like that. The only thing I can talk about is Force Unleashed. Which David, we'll talk about it next week. Unleashed. The spin-offs is next week. I promise. That's not a spin-off. That's a Star Wars Legend. Now. It is a spin-off. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, anyway, go on. In December 2015. Disney released Star Wars Episode 7 The Force Awakens, directed by J.J. Abrams, with a whole new cast, a whole new story, with the returning favourites. So you had Han Solo return, Harrison Ford, Chewbacca return, Princess Leia. Mark Hamill was said to be in it, but he was nowhere in the trailers. The trailers, by the way, for this movie were phenomenal. The second trailer that came out for this was the best, genuinely the best trailer I th- I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, I like, I I was. It was the one where you first realised that Han and Chewie were going to like be in it, and they like come in at the end and they're like, Chewie, we're home. Yeah. Oh my god! Yo, I it was that, that, no, like, it was that very first that. teaser trailer that came out oh. when right at the end. You see Kylo oh, Ren walking forward, and he's got that hands that that lightsaber in the snow, and he ignites it. The first thing comes out, and then the side ones come out. And you're like, "Oh my Can, god, whoa! what is this? Can I what just is say, happening?" That is genuinely, in practicality as well as actual style, the best lightsaber of the Star Wars universe because. Yes. Not only can it block people from actually sliding down and cutting your arm off, like has happened probably about three times now in the yeah. movies alone, <laughs> it can. It also just looks sick. It looks. Do you so think sick. it looks menacing? Do you think Kylo Ren um, did that so that if he, he if he ever fought Luke, Luke wouldn't do cut his hand off like no, he's had his hand like, cut off? It's... I think that he'll have just learned because like because Anakin lost his arms to Count Dooku, then the rest of his limbs to Obi Wan. Then obviously Anakin caught or, or Vader caught Luke's Luke's arm off. So I think Kylo kind of got the message, like you know, yeah, arms, just like uh, stop like, keep letting people cut my arm off. Yeah, like <laughs> uh, arms, like like lightsabers plus arms aren't a very good mix. So we needed to. Hasn't gone well in my family yet. Yeah, exactly. So but it will do now. To think about that. Um, I think as well, his lightsaber is also really cool because it makes. It, it seems like it's made of different material than the other lightsabers because like all the other lightsabers is just a beam of light whereas his it's like it's like crackling it's yeah can i say because... that's also ray's saber um in rise of skywalker which is luke's still like they just they, i think they started adding different visual effects to them because the right side i noticed when i was watching it yesterday the lightsabers looked and sounded different in like yeah. a more cinematic way and i think that's literally just because um, higher production budget i mean no a, this, this had a massive production budget of 306 million dollars no compared dollars. to the originals compared to the um, originals obviously all oh, right and because they couldn't in, make it look like that back in the day 
an in-universe explanation as to why the crystal, uh, the, the crystal lightsaber looks the, um, the the crackling effect it gives for Kylo Ren's is because to make a, a, a Sith lightsaber, a red lightsaber, you've got to take a pure kyber crystal, which is what powers a lightsaber, essentially. Yeah. Um, and you've got to make it bleed, essentially, because it's like a living being sort of thing. You've got Damn. to like, put loads of dark force energy into it. You've got to make it bleed. But he did it way too much, and it started crackling. Um, Jeez. That, yeah, that's so, cool. That, really, I like that. I like he that. That's really cool. overdid it. Uh, so, it's, so basically... All we're saying now is what we've all known all along is Kylo Ren is an angsty teenager. Pretty much, but like you know, he, like Vader punches was, drywall. You know, Vader was the most what? Yeah, you know, the most powerful Sith of all time. But even he didn't overdo it. Like while we're on the subject of Kylo Ren, he's he's the guy that comes out best in this trilogy as a whole. In this movie, though, yeah, he's still really good. He yeah. does yeah. to me what. It seems like Darth Vader didn't do in the original when looking back at it. Darth Vader came across as a bit more of a henchman when this yep. Kylo Ren sort of feels a bit more like Empire style Darth Vader, where he's going he, around. He feels like a leader. Do, he's doing the bad shit. But the, yeah. the thing is, it's weird that that's the way that you read his character in these films when he is actually the henchman in these films. He's yeah. not the leader. He, there's Supreme Leader Snoke, and then there's. Um, what's his face? I'm a shouty ginger man. Oh, um, Donald Gleason, Commander Donald Hux. Gleason, Commander Hux, yeah. General Hux. He he's like the leader. Yeah, and he's, he he's the Grandma Tarkin. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I I I I think it's really kind of cool that Kylo Ren comes across as that. There's such a <laughs> there's that great bit where. He's having, he's like slashing up a wall in yeah. one of these rooms. Yeah, and the rooms. The, the troopers come around the corner. Yeah, he has a hissy fit. Yeah, and they're just and like, they nope, see it happening, and they're like, "Nah, nah, not for me. I'm done, mate." Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, let's go. Let's come back in twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like when you were a like kid, before... and you wanted to ask your mum if you could have your mates over for dinner, but she's having a bit of a bad time in the kitchen. Yeah, That's exactly what that moment yeah. is. <laughs> like Cal- those stormtroopers just wanted their kids to come over. Um, but no Kylo Ren is just Anakin Skywalker in Attack of the Clones but if if he was the leader of the Sith in Attack of the Clones do you remember the rumours about Kylo Ren being Luke Skywalker really? yeah there were there were rumours about that yeah there, there were people there were people that genuinely believed that Kylo Ren would be because they never revealed Kylo Ren's face in no. any of the trailers, so no, they didn't. The people no, saying Kylo no. Ren is Luke Skywalker. I have a friend at school that had no that had no clue about Star Wars, but she claimed like she claimed she was this expert. Um, <laughs> and she was second like, yeah, expert. <laughs> it sounded like that. David, she's <laughs> talking about <laughs> school. Yeah, so, but on. still, I just thought you said it. Jesus uh, Christ. Anyway, anyway, so uh, Force Awakens, it's coming out, and she's like, hey. Um, Kylo Ren is going to be Luke. I'm like, he's really not. He's really not. I'm like, I bet you any money it's not Luke. And she's like, I'll take you on that bet. And then lo and behold, it's not Luke. How much did you get? By any chance was your reaction to that, well, it can't be Luke because that's just not in Luke's character. And then you used exactly the same argument in 
The no. Last Jedi, and then no. you were very disappointed. Oh no, 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 started. no, my ar- Guys, it no, no, Alex, my <laughs> argument for this was that Mark Hamill's too fat to be Kylo Ren. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes, I mean, it's true. Yes, yeah, but at the same time, you could have always said that, like, one, they did all they did do the exact same thing with Darth Vader in the original, where a different guy played him and James Earl Jones voiced him, so he could have voiced him and then they could have just got somebody who looks like and I get like. An older Luke, Sebastian Stan. So why would you cast Mark <laughs> Hamill then? What's the point in casting Mark voice Hamill then? For voice No, it. no, no. I, I, I agree that this, this theory is completely stupid. Oh yeah, it's yeah. stupid. Can we move on from oh, it? Because it's like got yeah. Let's to do with move on from this so, ridiculous theory. Um, before before I forget, I do want to actually talk about uh, the main my main story with this film as a whole. When it, like from when I watched it. So obviously, like the main thing that happens in this film, and obviously we're going to get the spoilers. I'm going to get spoilers very early on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This film only came out five years ago. Are you sure you want to spoil this? And it it only made $2 billion. So, like... Yeah, no, but... No one saw this. You've got to warn people, no matter what, because there'll be one person, the one person that we... that that listens to the podcast that somehow hasn't seen it. No, I'm not not even putting a spoiler one in. These are the most popular movies. If you didn't... If you haven't seen it yet, you just didn't want to. Well, this is a very popular movie. The rest of them are. But, um... Yeah, so, like, obviously, in this film, the big spoiler is that Han Solo finally fucking dies, which, congrats, Harrison Ford. <laughs> he was so welcome, happy. <laughs> he was. Uh, but, obviously, like, a lot of people have spoiler- have stories about how they got that spoiled for them. I got it spoiled as a as a 15-year-old wee lad playing CSGO, uh, like, online in a, like, ranked match. <laughs> and I, I, I was just enjoying myself. I was a high rank as well, and I killed a guy. I got a really nice headshot on him, and he puts in the chat, Han Solo dies in The Force Awakens, and everybody banned him, and I'm pretty <clears> sure <throat> he got banned for a month. I think, James, James I you have a you funny story better. about this, don't you? I can do you one better. <laughs> he was the guy who put it in. <laughs> Imagine it! Imagine me I, and James met that yeah, early. Yeah, I could do you. One My better. mortal I enemy was... from CS:GO. I <gasps> I know what you're gonna say, James. Oh, this is awful. Sorry, continue. Yeah, I, <laughs> I haven't heard this in a week. I was on my way to watch the film. I was on the train. I've heard this. I've heard I was, this. I was with my mate, and we're like we're geeking out about it we're like star wars is back it's going to be brilliant the next three films i cannot wait it's going to be beautiful then (laughs) next thing you know he just suddenly blurts out you know i heard that han solo dies at the end of the film i'm like why would you why would you say that (laughs) (laughs) to see it (laughs) and then this guy clip of andre brower saying pain here (laughs) i you not i kid you not the guy uh, that we were on the train with. It didn't have a. We didn't. Never met him before. He just suddenly looked up, walked over to us, and he looked at me. Mate, I said that. He said that better not be fucking true. <laughs> it was just this big burly guy stood up, looked at him, about to kill him. He's like, that better not be fucking true. Oh my god! <laughs> shit my well, I mean, I have a, I, I, I imagine, have a story about Breaking Bad. I apologize for the f bomb. It's only for historical accuracy. No, I I imagine <laughs> if you see if you've if you've seen the video. Uh, I remember seeing it. There was this amazing video that someone managed to take of Q of these Star Wars fans, and it was clearly just after one of the first showings because 
there were people lined up in cosplay, right? Yeah. And this guy runs out of the cinema and screams in front of all of these people, Han Solo dies! (laughs) And everyone in the queue just starts chasing him. (laughs) I'm like... How can you do that? I swear that Let's happened after Avengers Endgame came out. Some some guy went out to a queue of people and said Iron Man dies, and they beat him up. Like yeah. he genuinely had like his face was messed up. That's so Nerds are powerful. Funny. Nerds are powerful, is, bro. You see, the thing is, people are passionate about these films, and if you say something like that right when it's within their grasp, whoa, you're whoa, whoa. asking for it. James, I'm not are you condoning to say- it. Are you trying to say that Star Wars has a volatile fan base? <laughs> I think Star Wars fans no. are not very vocal. Nobody hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. That is, I, I've never no, heard that's something That's the name more of the true. podcast. That's the, that, that's the title of this episode. That, Shit, that actually will be now. <laughs> Incredible. It's true, though. I guess I like Star Wars now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so well, no, you can dis you can dislike Star Wars, but you like if you hate it, you're a Star Wars fan because you have your own vision as to how you want it to go. See, it's not even like that anymore for me. I just I've grown away from the series, like from the main series as a whole. We've gotten and... so off topic. We have. We we, yeah, I mean, we, we barely have. said anything about, about the Force Awakens. Awakens. Everyone go on we... mute and let Xander speak. <laughs> Never. <laughs> no, don't. I don't actually do that. Oh my god. Um, I, don't worry, I'm not muting. The Force Awakens is is genuinely it's so good. Like, can we can we all agree on that? Yeah, yeah. For me, it's a rehash. A, it's a fun time. A new hope, but it is really fun. See, I disagree. Yeah. J- Alex has been saying this for the past two episodes, saying it's just a rehash of a new hope, and it's got similar beats, but it's yeah. it's got such different characters. Mm. It's it's because with with the characters and the way that they wanted it to go, you can you know it, it's a, it's a completely different film for me. Yeah. Um. But I do I do see what you what you where you're coming from with the rehash thing though. But like, because I agree with Xander, it is a beautiful film. Probably it's the strongest of the of the three. Easily. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It feels and... it feels reminiscent of a new hope, but I think that's just see that's it. Every single film in this trilogy. Feels like a uh, a reaction. So this yeah. film is a reaction to the prequels. So it's like real sets, real people, real action, and and an easy to follow story. The Last Jedi is then a reaction to the backlash from this of people saying it's too much like A New Hope. So they made it so different that everyone hated it. And then the Rise of Skywalker is the most reactionary because it's reactionary to The Last Jedi, because everyone hated that, so they're like, we'll just please everyone, and then that please was a bad shit. Completely. Um, well, we'll, get, we'll get into that in a little bit. But, but you know what you were saying about the characters? Right? Yeah. yeah. So, Finn. Finn. What a good character. An right? amazing character. What a oh wild potential. And what and Poe, right? Start the film with Poe. It's like they knew they had struck gold. Yeah. They were like, we're going to have this renegade pilot. It's like Han Solo, but he's got he's a bit more of a war hero than a bounty hunter. It's like Han Solo, but he's on the right side of the law. Whoa, this is going to be cool. Then you've got Finn. It's a it's a stormtrooper who has been taken, who has been realized, 
oh wait, no, I don't want to be a stormtrooper. This is bad. And it's like a new side. It's not just clones. You're now seeing a new side of the war. Yeah. Uh, of this family, people, children that have been taken from their families, raised as stormtroopers, and then put into battle. That's the first time he went out in battle in that film, and he realized this is not for me. So what does he do? He leaves the first order. What a ballsy move. Yeah. And then what does the film decide to do? It decides to focus all of its energy on Luke Skywalker, female. Right. Who lives on a, who lives on a sand planet um, and doesn't know her parents and is a, is a very self-sufficient person um, and is basically exa- it's a safe main character to have in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. How yeah. did they make that decision? But I, I, they made I like about her. every other character other you know, than no, the I, I completely agree with Alex. I think because the most complex characters, is, the most complex character concept at least is Finn. Yeah, yeah. With yeah the fact yeah, that agree, he's agree. an ex-stormtrooper who literally leaves the first order. If they focus the movie on him. It would have been such a different story, and also if, if it didn't, didn't like that would have been so much more fun because it could have been this real character piece, yeah, of someone um, who is raised into slavery and raised into doing nothing but horrible things and decided to say no to it. But John like, Boyega, Ray, I like the idea true. that there's someone in this universe that can come from literally nothing. And not not like her her dad isn't Darth Vader or whatever like like Luke like she's what? she's what? literally not. Think Vader. about what you're saying. Think about it. I I know, but like think about what you're saying, Xander. I know the the later movies ruin it, but for this movie, the idea that she comes from nothing and has this power because the force is everywhere and like the force is awoken in her. Actually, no, no. <laughs> no. That's an awful point. No, no, no. What do you mean? That's not a good point. It's so clear that this has already happened like multiple times. Like, do you think the first Jedi was like, was like the the son of a Jedi? What? That's not an argument. That's no. I'm not having that. The thing. This is what they they were going for. Jesus. Sort of. And this is this is weird. Like with the whole balance situation, because Anakin was like the perfect. One, because he, he fluctuated between the light and the dark, so therefore he is the perfect balance. There's only one. But, um, and th- and this goes back to like the Clone Wars and and uh, and the, when the Jedi were at their height. <laughs> because there were so many Jedi, but there were like two Sith Lords. And it was all out of balance. So then obviously the Sith rose again. They wiped out almost all the Jedi. And the Force needs to be in balance, and obviously it's at this point uh, in the sequel trilogy, it's in favour of the dark, so when Rey touches the lightsaber and becomes suddenly Force-sensitive, it's the light side of the Force giving her that much Force potential that it shifts back into balance. Wait, with wait, Kylo no, Ren no, and hold Rey up. being the two things. With that, That's what they're on about with the dyad thing. It's balance with the two of them. Hold it's up. always got to be balanced. That's what, that's what they were going for. What? And they screwed it. Do you mean Ray? Uh, is it? No, no, no. I, 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 I totally believe what you just said, but I want you to make sure that I'm. I want to make sure I'm understanding this correctly. Okay, right. You Are you telling me, me you said. that cano- canonically, 
Ray only became force sensitive after she touched Luke's lightsaber. I think okay, I think it was sort of like she had the midichlorians, but the second that she touched the lightsaber, it was like a doesn't a everybody have the midichlorians? Yeah, yeah, but here's the thing, like you know, only a certain amount. Like she's got she's got all of them, but like it can't like there's a catalyst kind of thing. It suddenly has to kick in. I think the lightsaber was the catalyst, if that makes what? sense. It's an interesting these, theory. Are these yeah. films called Skywalker Wars? <laughs> well, I mean, it is, Genuinely. It is Skywalker Saga, so, you know. If they had made... Right, this is the, my problem with Rey being the main character is we've seen a Jedi be a main character. Why can't you have a non-Force-sensitive person be it's, the main character? It's because it is, and this is what I really don't like about the sequel trilogy, is because these lot of films, like the nine films, are called the Skywalker Saga. It's about the Skywalker family. Yeah. So so shouldn't Kylo Ren be the main character then? Kylo Ren should be, well, he is, he's the main villain, which is what they were going for, but this is what I'm on about. Luke should should have been throughout all of these films, and he should have been the, the hero. He should have been, you know, a lot of it. Or they should have at least had Hayden Christian's Force Ghost in the film. At the very least, you know, tie it in. Um, what what do we what do we think of Han Solo then in this movie? Because Han Solo I does think, return and he's a very big part in this movie. I think he's better than he is in Return of the Jedi. Hundred percent, million yeah. times better. Yeah, I think it's because he knows what's coming, don't he? He's like, I'm gonna die in this one. <laughs> well, yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not. He's not annoyed. <laughs> He's looking forward to that final shot. Yeah. So he's just constantly in like in bliss. He's that, like the story. Yeah, going... I might be acting now, but I'm gonna fucking die in a minute. It's <laughs> he, like the story. The story's going the way I want it to. I'm getting a fat paycheck from this. This is gonna be great. Yeah, man, hundred percent. God, so, I'm uh, like, <laughs> I, I think that. I think that it worked having J.J. Abrams direct this film as well. Yes. Because it was like. I remember, because even though what I've said about this film so far has been pretty negative, it's mainly I just don't like Ray. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, I, um, I'm not a big fan of Ray either. I just think she's a boring character. Like, there's, yeah. there's no. She would have worked really well if they'd done something more with her in the subsequent films. If but they, in in they... in this film, she serves a she serves a purpose, which is to like reignite the Force, which, like you yeah. said. Which, even if it was happened in a stupid way, it, 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 it that I feel like that might be down to interpretation, unless it was like in the novelization yeah, of the film. But here's the thing, because like yeah. the whole balance situation, like yeah, I, I, I totally buy what they were going for, but the way that she just in the second film she suddenly masters everything, like you, you know, yeah, you've just been given all this power, but no one, no one is gonna know how to use any of it. Like you could have. Muhammad Ali's boxing gloves doesn't mean that you're going to fight like him. Like, no, that's true. That's James true. James is I... coming out with some great quotes here. Yeah, you really like, are. That's a great analogy. <laughs> that is actually Star fuck. Star Wars means a lot to me. <laughs> Why? Because it does. I've got, like I've been into these films for as long as I can remember. I, I actually can pinpoint the exact moment. I took an interest into it. I was about four years old. I'm playing with Spider-Man. You remember when you were four years old? Yeah, I do, like this specific bit because it was so weird. I don't I remember yesterday. With, I was playing with, with, with some toys and Dad was watching the um, the 
remaster of um, of A New Hope, and he's like, "Hey, James, look, there's a giant slug that's about to come out." And uh, and I'm like, "What?" Uh, <laughs> see, I see Jabba the Hutt for the first time. I'm like, "Oh, it's so gross. It's so cool." <laughs> and then I just sat down and watched the rest of the film with him. So you're honestly gonna look? Well, I was gonna say look at me, but you're not looking at me. COVID. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but you're honestly gonna sit there and tell me through look Discord. Me, look, at me, look at me. 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 You're you're going to tell me that your love of Star Wars came from Jabba the Hutt. I'm really glad <laughs> he stopped the accent there. I'm really glad. Can I just say he sides yeah. on like Ugandan knuckles? Do you know the way? <laughs> Look at me. Do you know the way? Do you know the way? Do you know the way? We're going to get the Oyanda. Do you know the way? I didn't have it because obviously I was like four. I didn't have a clue what Star Wars was. I'd never seen a lightsaber before. I didn't have a clue who any of these people were or any of the characters. My dad just said, my dad just thought it'd be hilarious to see my reaction to a giant slug. And <laughs> apparently, I had a, a funny reaction, and um, and then I just sat next to him and just watched the rest of it with him. So what? I can ki- I can kind of like, I can't pinpoint the exact moment, but I can remember the movie that actually got me into it, which is weirdly enough, Phantom Menace, just because yeah. my brother like. My mum, my bro- my mum loved these movies from like the day they came out. She watched all three of like all three of the originals in cinemas when she was but a teen, and uh, she showed my brother the movies like when he was very young. And by the time that I was born, the uh, the prequels were coming out, and we got the Phantom Menace on video. Mm-hmm. And I, my brother was watching it, and I walked in like I always did because I also walked in my brother watching Scarface on video a few times. Yeah. It's a great film, but. I walked in on the, really the fight between Qui-Gon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was going to be a lot I walked, darker. In, I walked in on my brother and a lot more things. Um, but <laughs> but I um, I walked in during the fight between Qui-Gon and like Darth Maul and then Obi-Wan and Darth Maul. And I just loved the fight scene. Granted, I was a dumb, stupid little kiddie wink. So I just loved, haha, shooty bang. Can I just say, the moment in, we said it before, the moment in the trailer with Kylo Ren and his lightsaber with the, with the hilt. Yeah. That, how, that was such a similar moment to in the Phantom Menace trailer where you see Darth Maul with a double-ended lightsaber. Like, that's such a cool moment, man. That's like the first time you ever see anything like that. You're like, why is this lightsaber basically. The Um, second they show off new lightsabers, it's genuinely interesting. I love seeing that kind of thing. That's what what entices me into Star Wars. Some of the weaponry and some of the technology. It's not the stories, because the stories are very fucking basic. Granted, the prequels aren't. The prequels are a full mess. it's a, yeah. it's, an, it's, a, it's, literally, it's just space, like, well, now it's space Fast and Furious with uh, Rise of Skywalker. You're just saying family. <laughs> family. 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 Um, it, it's about family. Can we just talk about the, 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 the fight between Rey and Kylo Ren real quickly? Oh, God. Yo. yo it's so good. good. That, that Ooh, is- that moment. That when Kylo Ren puts his hand out, tries to get a lightsaber, you know, he's like, why isn't it coming to me? And then it goes to Ray. You know, I stood up and cheered in the, in the cinema. Like, I am that white. I, I am that white guy in the cinema. <laughs> you're right? in a, you're in a I was with my dad. My dad was there like, son, son, you're embarrassing me. Stop. 
Usually it's the other way around. But this time he was like, no, sit down. He was like pulling up my sleeve. <laughs> sit down now. Sit down now. Actually. Oh my gosh, that fight. So for good. me, so that good. was, that for me was the first red flag for the sequel trilogy. What? Why? Because they became overpowered like really quickly. No, because I, oh. in my head, saw, like, uh, you know, you see the lightsaber, it's wiggling, it's the bit in the snow, like, you know, Luke and Empire Strikes Back, it's that bit. I'm like, oh my god, this is going to go to Luke. Uh, I'm like, Luke's going to be the one that's going to catch this. This is going to be his big entrance. He's going to fight Kylo Ren and kick his ass, and everyone's going to escape. See, It goes the, to Rey, and I'm like, what? The thing is, right, I, I, this, is, this is where I think Star Wars fans have this weird contradiction. They're always like, progress the story, but then they always want Luke Skywalker. Yeah, he's such a boring character. Am I the only one who is sick to fucking death of Luke Skywalker? Like no. literally, as soon as he walks in in Revenge of the, not Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi, he's so boring. <laughs> like he goes from being an angsty teen who like acts on his emotions really quickly to being like, my father is good. And then he only shows emotion at the end of the film. Like, Luke Skywalker had his time. Just let him die. Yeah, man, 100%. But again, but again yeah. though, it's the Skywalker saga. It's about... We didn't, didn't know that. Call it that. They only called it that after these films came out. Yeah. No, no, it because wasn't. Disney it was all like... Yes, it was. It was. You know, like, you know what, let's brand it. It was always called the Skywalker saga. No, because they were able to make a box set. Yeah. It was never even called Star <laughs> Wars A New Hope. The Sky okay, f- fine. From the original three films, then the prequels, it was called the Skywalker Saga from that point. Right, but why did they have to add three more films to it? The Skywalker Saga literally died with the Anakin. <laughs> because George Lucas all because here's what happened. I actually I, I've been waiting to say this because I, I wanted to say it last week, but I thought no, it's more appropriate if I tell it now. Um, so the way this is going to happen when they finished filming the return of a Jedi, um, George was like, Hey, we, do you think, uh, you'd ever want to do this again? And like, we're like, yeah, of course we'd do this again. If we could, uh, he's like, when, when, when would we do this? And it's like, uh, maybe about 30 years, something like that. I was like, what, why? It was, well, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be a little bit, you know, after the, uh, the title. So these films were always he planned. Said, when did he say that? He said, when no, did he say that? Th- th- that got revealed in like 1980, 83, when yeah. Return of the Jedi came out. But um, yeah. the date he gave them was 2011. That's it. Yeah. And this came out in 2015. Yeah, but but it doesn't. It doesn't. It. I feel Zander. I feel like you're picking at the wrong point here. The point. I was just. I was just. I was just backing up James on that being true. I was yeah, yeah. Oh right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to deny that you you are being true there. <laughs> yeah, no, but the point but, is, these but films. Do were you not think it is just really lazy to, to to include Luke Skywalker in everything? Yeah, hell yeah. No, it's not because like, like these right. like these Don't nine films I love are Hamill. about the Skywalker family. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So so. Well, not, though, are they? I think. I think James, with James. I think with this Luke Skywalker conversation, I think we should say that for next week. Because there's cannot, because because I, it, it it did become a thing recently. It, right, it. but but before before we completely forget about it. Yeah. James, think about the prequels. Who is the Skywalker you focus on? It's not Luke, 
it's Anakin. Then you've got the original trilogies where you focus on Luke. And then you've got the the sequel trilogy where you should focus on Alex. an offspring of the Skywalker family, which is why they should have made Kylo Ren the main character. Yeah, I 100% agree. No, like, here's the thing, like, I would love not, a Sith wrong. main character for the movie as well. I think that would make it so much more interesting. Go on, James, make your wrong. final point on this. You aren't wrong, but the point, like, because, you know, like, m- movies got a movie, okay? The good guys have got to win. That's just how movies work. Yeah, but it's not how life works. Fuck Luke Skywalker. 2020. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the timer He's went off. Fucking agreed. The timer went off. Uh, we, we've run out of time for The Force Awakens. Um, yeah. I, did we talk about it? No, no. Um, but I've, I've I've got my wrap up as as I do for all of these. Um, yeah. My wrap up for this one was uh, the Force Awakens. Finally, an actual good movie. After binging the prequels, this is such a breath of fresh air. Sure, there may be some similar story beats, but honestly, it doesn't matter. This movie's job was to remind you that Star Wars movies are meant to be fun. That's what this movie does. It's weaponized fun. You sense the pure joy from the three new protagonists throughout the movie. Some people have a problem with the extra humor sprinkled throughout, but I think that is just sign- just a sign of the times. Blockbusters we see yeah. nowadays have comedic elements to them. Star Wars was and always will be a blockbuster franchise, and there is nothing wrong with that. With a real focus on practical effects over using CGI, and the fact that they literally destroyed the planets from the prequels, this movie distances itself so much from the prequels in a way that was so necessary for audiences to realise that Star Wars is back in a big way. One of the easiest movies in the franchise to watch, and a great starting off point for the Renew trilogy. 9 out of 10. That's fair. Yeah. I'm, like, the only reason I'm going to give it a fair bit lower, I'm giving it a 7, just because... I, I, de- I genuinely enjoy this movie, but the shortcomings are the f- the main character is really basic, and I don't. And once again, a lot of wasted potential with multiple main characters. Possibility, yeah. like Actually, like Alex said before, if Finn was the main character, or like I said before, that would have made it a lot more interesting. If Poe was the main character, it could have been a really cool ragtag team. And if Kylo Ren was the main character, it would have been such an interesting trilogy to focus on the mm. Sith properly. That that's a good point. Yeah. 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 Actually, just before just before we move on, quick funny quick little story. Um, when they were talking about this uh getting star wars back they actually got george lucas to get harrison ford Carrie fisher and mark hamill all together and he, he sat them down he was the one that's going to break it to them and he's like hey we're looking at making star wars again or disney's looking at making star wars again do you want to do it and um carrie fisher right right away she's like yeah yeah i'll do it and um and mark's like but what why why would you want to do it again i mean look at us we're old and she's like I, i'm I'm an elderly woman in Hollywood. Like, do you really think I'm going to get much work after uh, the, at this point? Uh, and she's like, that, <laughs> that that was really that was really disheartening. And then Mark was like, well, I, I, Harrison said, yeah, I'll do it fine. And um, Mark was like, I don't really want to do it, but like, if I if I if I say no, I'm going to have angry fans with lightsabers instead of pitchforks outside my house. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously, because this was like Mark Hamill was still quite quite large at this point. Um, <laughs> this so, is what I was about to say. Yeah, so he's like, you know, he's he's like, fine. I guess I've got to get back into shape. So he's working out. He's working out. He's working out. He's like, uh, you know, Luke Skywalker. What, what's he been doing all this time? He's he's been being a Jedi. They're skinny. Yeah, I've got to work out. So he's like, okay, I'm working out a treadmill, like you know, an hour a day every day for two years, whatever it was. 
to get down to how he looks now. And then right at the end, they just put him in these really big robes. And all they do is have him turn and then take his hood off. Yeah. He was so didn't angry. Also, he was um, so angry. As well, of um, like is it didn't George Lucas or something like that, or like whoever said like to him to lose some weight as well. Yeah, yeah, that was George. That was George. Yeah, like George Lucas said to him, "You're gonna have to lose some weight." And then they did one shot for three seconds of him in the first movie. Yeah, 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 they did. Like, like, to... Imagine that. Imagine her losing a fair bit of weight because he lost a fair bit of weight. Yeah, not to mention one fucking shot. That, not to mention that island that they um, that they shot off. It's it's a real place. It's just off the coast of Ireland. Yeah. Uh, like they, no they flew everywhere. Way. I thought it was in space. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was an actual different plan. practical effects fucking ruined. I was so, I was lied to. <laughs> Star Wars isn't real. Anyway, the point the point is it's it's everything you see. You guys in are that, dicks. Everything you see <laughs> on that island. Everything you see on that island is real. Like the steps going up to the top, they're real. They had Mark Hamill climb those steps to the very top. An old man who's only just got back in shape. For these films, for one shot, amazing. He got paid can a lot of money for it. Now? Yeah, but can you imagine how annoying? Wait, you mean he couldn't be? force jump up there? He got he got top billing. <laughs> it's true, he did. He did. He got top billing for that movie. Jesus, but what he a was guy. so annoyed. He he was so annoyed. What one thing I will say though, it it will I think it will forever be a missed opportunity to have all three of the original cast members in a scene together. Yeah, because. By the time Mark Hamill really gets into it, Han Solo's dead, and then obviously we learn Luke we dies at the end Fisher, of the second yeah. one, and unfortunately we lost Carrie Fisher in between uh, Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. So, actually, as of recording this, um, it's uh, we've lost everyone. Years. It's four years oh, since um, the the passing of Carrie Fisher. Damn, uh, That's not, true. not not today, but like I think two days ago. Uh, it, it was, was four, four years. Four yeah, years. it was. It was just after Rogue One came out. It was twenty. It was twenty sixteen. Um, like the year that it, it was a bad year to be a celebrity. Yeah, two days like, ago. Yeah, it was. It was a bad day to be a celebrity. A bad day. Bad year to be a celebrity in twenty sixteen. Oh yeah, twenty sixteen was like ridiculous. Was the worst. We lost Alan Rickman, David Bowie, Carrie Fisher. Don't, don't remind me of Alan Rickman. Don't don't do that to me. Um, don't don't give me hope. Um, Alan Rickman was born on my birthday, so you lucky son of a bitch. Yeah, man, that's my claim to fame. <laughs> it is. That's a good claim to fame. Man. Shall we? Um, shall we move on, guys? Yeah, man. I can't wait to talk about episode eight and like how they did so much stuff with the Knights of Ren. Right. That so they set up really well in the seventh film. <laughs> okay. Right. Before before this starts. Okay. Um. So the next movie we're going to talk about is The Last Jedi, and this is on probably the most controversial movie of our generation, if not Batman v Superman. If yeah, it it's up there with the most controversial movies of possibly all time, um, and we all have different opinions on it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give each of you a minute. Or what? What are we saying? A minute, two minutes to present your point on what you think of the Last Jedi, and then we'll get into a further discussion. Because this, this honestly, this next half an hour of conversation is going to be a shit show. 
So mm-hmm. I'm going to try and plan it out as detailed. best I can. Honestly, this bit could just be an episode on its own. <laughs> um, what do you think then? A minute? <laughs> two minutes? What do you think? <laughs> do you gonna, honestly, Xander, you can make a two-hour-long episode of outtakes of me and James from this next year. <laughs> honestly, like, you, you, could, <laughs> you could just have, like, just in, in the background, you and Dave are just, like, popcorn and just, like, looking, like, really, really... The, uh, no, this is why <laughs> really I worried. Face it's just from last no, week. It, <laughs> I, no, I'm, I'm talking, like, po- I'm just talking, like, poster-wise. So, like, just, like, you and David in the crowd, like, popcorn, like, looking really shocked. It's just me and Alex in the ring, just like to kill each other. <laughs> um, Flat Mooner himself. <laughs> right, well, I'm I'm gonna give you all two minutes, David. I'll start with you because you probably have the least amount of thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> um, just in general, I'm ju- you just your head's just empty, isn't it, mate? Yeah, you know, just... it is <laughs> always. <laughs> Right, not even just Star Wars. Yeah, just in just general, empty. mate. In general, <laughs> <laughs> the least amount of thought. Right, go on. <laughs> right, um, David, you've you've got two minutes. What do you think of the Last Jedi? Uh, I think it's half a good movie, half a piece of shit. Um, like the Canto bite scene is one of the most annoying pieces of shit because even though it's absolutely gorgeous, it just serves no purpose for me as an actual scene in a movie. I think the stuff that they do with Luke is ambitious and risky and I, I respect the fuck out of that even if i wasn't 100 happy with everything they did with it no matter what they took a risk by doing different stuff with this ever loved character and so that's always really really interesting to see i think direction wise ryan johnson did a fantastic job and i think it was more just like studio meddling that kind of this movie up because it seems like it wasn't the exact same movie that he wanted to make. And he probably had a bit of, you know, like, maybe you should do this, though, kind of thing. I think the whole sequence where, like, it's Snoke and Ray and Kylo Ren, that entire scene is so fun to watch. I love the fight scene. Like, the choreography, the the tension, the fact that Snoke just dies out of fucking nowhere. I think that was really cool and really fun. And once again, very risky because they don't usually do that kind of thing in Star Wars. They don't just run kill off the Emperor-style character. They're always just like, they spare him or they he gets out in just the nick of time. They just fucking chop him up. And I think that was cool. He turned into a Lego character. Man gets sliced um, up. Yeah, mm-hmm. he turned into a salami. But um, chefed. <laughs> John Favreau comes out of nowhere. <laughs> but um yeah, overall, it's a it's a good movie for the most part. It's a shit movie for parts. And it's just more Star Wars once again. There's I don't really care anymore. I I I was very defensive of this movie when it first came out. I was like, nah, it's a good movie. I'm just gonna stop there. <laughs> There you go. Eight eight one nine nine um, nine one one nine seven two five three three. Alex, I'll let you go next. That's oh one. Sorry, right, <laughs> Alex, you've got two minutes. Present your point on the Last Jedi. Okay. Well, see, I uh, I saw this film. I was really disappointed. I rewatched this film with Xander. I was really pleasantly surprised. I did not hate this film as much as I remembered. <laughs> right okay so and i mean that in a big way i thought it was a complete piece of shit um 
But no, it turns out it's just mainly the second act that's a complete piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Right? So you've got this... Like we said in the about the first the Force Awakens, we've got these three great main characters. Can't wait to see what they all do together. But no, no, we'll just separate them. Um, and right here, the biggest problem that people have with this film, I feel, is either there's two things usually. It's either the way they handled Luke Skywalker, which I agree with David, was really a really bold choice, mm-hmm. and I love it when filmmakers decide to take characters that you think you know in an opposite direction because i personally think that luke's character development in the past however many years it's been makes a lot of sense he tried to reform the jedi he was on his own doing so he trained someone and then accidentally ended up making a nemesis he would feel depressed he would seek isolation he would seek solitude it makes sense for him to be like that However, Rose Tico, right, whatever she's called, is not even a bad idea of a character, right? Don't pair her with Finn. It was just the, it was, it's a complete, John Boyega put it best. In the first, in the first trailers for the first film he was holding a lightsaber in the posters and he was this big main character and then all of a sudden he's doing this side quest and the side quest actually raises a really good thing at the end where it's like oh here's um uh an arms dealer buying both no selling both um resistance fighters and uh first order fighters and it shows that people in the star wars universe it's just no matter- business yeah, it's it's it, there can be grey areas, and it's not just good and it's not just bad. Like you're forced to believe in this world with the Jedi and the Sith. Um, um I hate I hate to rain on your parade, Alex. The time it went. The time it went. I apologize. I'll I'll finish Actually, there. I was, I, thought... I was I was quite enjoying listening to that. Um, we we can continue. Which yeah, I don't know. Right. Those are my initial thoughts. We'll continue. I don't know right. why I say that because for like other half of what alex said i completely disagree with right james let's hear it you got two okay. minutes right so here's the thing i started with, with this film i liked it when I was, I was watching i was like wow this is really good this is really good this is really good and then it's the moment and this for me I, i'm the big problem with luke um so it's the moment where it's it just it's pulled under the rug and it, it's revealed that luke isn't actually on the planet he's just you know, somewhere else, and he, and then he dies. That was the moment I decided all of this was for nothing, because the previous film was like, where's Luke? He's like the most powerful being in the entire universe. He's the only one who could possibly save everyone. Where the hell is he? That's what they were going with, and then suddenly he's this hermit. Now, I can kind of understand what Alex was saying about, yeah, he'd be depressed. He would, but I don't think he'd just leave the galaxy to suffer and go into the hands of essentially a new empire essentially space nazis he's he's the most powerful jedi ever at this point and he just he wouldn't do that i don't think and i don't think and clearly he he wouldn't do that because at the end he tries to resolve it but the thing is that really really annoys me is that this film is just it's a chase film again and it's done so poorly rose is probably the 
dumbest character I've seen. It's like that bit at the end. Finn, he's finally got some meaning in this film. He's about to sacrifice himself and fly into the Death Star engine thing and blow it all up. And then Rose is like, nah, and just knocks him out and, you know, nearly kills the two of them in the process. And it's just, it's so dumb. It's just that that entire bit is so dumb, and like the whole bit where like Luke is training Ray to you know potentially go and fight them, you know that's all right. And then I'm like, hey, you know maybe Luke can go off and do it with her as well. But no, again, he, you know, and Luke wanting to kill Kylo, that's just so out of character. Like Vader is clearly so much more worse than Luke uh, uh, Kylo, yet he spared Vader. He was about to kill Vader and didn't. He, he was about to die to the Emperor by lightning and didn't. <laughs> it's so different. He was about to kill a boy in his sleep compared to the worst and most powerful being in the universe, whilst the other most powerful being in the universe is about to just stab him in the back with lightning. Right. How do you go from that to killing a boy in his sleep? The timer went. Xander, I'm going to set a timer. I want your two minutes on this. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to set a timer for mine as well. I've, uh... I accidentally set you a timer for two hours. Go on, speak quickly. <laughs> I've got my. Uh, I'm I'm basically I'm going to do this a little bit unorthodox. I'm going to read my uh, my wrap up. Yeah. I'm going to read my wrap up yeah. now. Why? Because you know that me and James are just going to argue for the rest of this half an hour. Basically. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'm just going to mute my mic and play Honestly, some. Yeah, you, you guys, you guys <laughs> just take a break now. If hey, you want to you know, I'll just, I'll oh, get a stream going. Oh. I'll get a stream going mid fucking podcast. I'll hop on Uno with you, mate. I'll hop on Uno with you. I actually would, genuinely. Right. Uh, okay, yeah. my, I'll start my tight two minutes. So, the Last Jedi. This is a weird movie. It's split into three parts for me. One of them is incredibly interesting and something we've never seen before in a Star Wars movie. Another is a long, slow space chase that has some really dumb moments. The other is one of the worst in the franchise's history. The lows in this movie are very low, but the highs are so high that they rival the highs of the original trilogy. Saying all of this, though, this is one of the most visually striking Star Wars movies alongside Rogue One, but cinematography isn't everything. There are a few new characters introduced that are so bafflingly, bafflingly misused that it feels like Ryan Johnson only had a plan for one of these subplots and wrote the rest of this movie on a Friday afternoon. It's an infuriating watch, but the highs are too high to ignore. Um, the, the, the character I refer to there as bafflingly mis- misused is, is Rose. Rose is, she, like, like Alex said, she's a good, she could be used well, but like, I, I said this, I said this to Alex when we when we watched it together. I said, like, wouldn't it be great if in this movie where um, Poe thinks that war is fun and, yeah, blowing stuff up, it's great, if he had a character, if he knew a character that could take him on this journey to explain to him, hey, maybe war isn't good. I don't know. Like, maybe the slave child soldier caught also his best friend Poe. If only he had that character, or not Finn, Finn even. If if only he had Finn to take him on this journey to tell him, you know what, war isn't great, mate. War does a lot of bad things. Oh, he does, but no, instead they have to teach Finn that lesson, even though he's a child soldier, he knows that lesson. There's a lot of infuriating things about this, but like I said, man, 
All the stuff with Luke and Kylo and Rey is so good. It's so good. Like, it just makes me... Like, every time that fight scene starts, it just gets me pumped. Right. Yeah. You know... Luke. Mm-hmm. Luke. I know Luke. I'm aware of Luke. Who 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 likes him in this film and who doesn't like him in this film? I Here's like him. Thing. I like Here's him. Thing. No, 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 James. There's no thing. It's a yes or no answer. No, there is. Okay, right. So I, I started off with the idea. He still said yes or no. He still said yes or no. And then just say yes or no. Have you no, no. Have we ever? No, no. There we go. Right. Yoda. <laughs> Sorry, James. Uno? He just really bullied you into that. Then. <laughs> yeah, Zander, yeah, yeah. Uno? What? What is the thing, James? You were going to say that here is the thing, and then we all bullied you. Yeah, it's just because it was. It's like you said. It's a really interesting direction to go with him because it is. But at the same time, they just pulled the rug from underneath you, like right at that final bit. Like, because imagine. If that was actually him on that planet, like doing all that stuff, but why does it matter that it's not? Because it because it is him. It it, it isn't though. It isn't because it one it killed him. Two, I don't think it killed him. He literally said it's just a prank, bro. To Kylo Ren. Okay, okay. He literally didn't say that, but I get (laughs) I get your joke. I get your joke. (laughs) Okay. But okay, I've I wrote a few I've wrote a few notes down when you're doing your few minutes, James. Yeah. So do you remember remember yesterday when Alex was like, you know what? Why don't you do this episode without me? (laughs) (laughs) Oscar, what do you mean? I've never, I've never, I've never forgotten that we were recording this. Um, For I've put Force Ghost. He becomes a Force Ghost after acceptance. And I also wrote, he is fucking shit scared of facing his nemesis again. Right? Yeah. So his nemesis being his father, he's probably likely going to have quite a lot of PTSD from having to fight his father um, when he was younger. And no matter how much that made, he managed to make Vader a better person. He still didn't really know his father until the last, I don't know, minute of his dad's life. Um, So... He, it would make sense that he does not want to have to go through this trauma again. But I wrote that's... the first. The first note I wrote right was Luke is very different to Yoda. So he literally says in the trailer and in the in the actual movie Rise of Skywalker, confronting fear is the destiny of the Jedi. Okay. Okay. That is the point. It's okay. To be a okay. Guardian and protector of the but... galaxy. Okay. Okay. He but then think about. That. But then think about Luke's character in the film that you were then shown. Right? You the were shown this person. Away. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when Yoda reappears as a force ghost. And Luke is like, I'm going to go and destroy the sacred text. And then Yoda does it for him. And then he's like, the sacred text. And then Yoda goes, have you read them? And he goes, no. And half of him is this Jedi that is holding up a Jedi image. And the other half of him is a person who is trying to follow a religion that he has no context of how a religion is followed. Um, so, also... When uh, I, when, sorry, can I just finish go, this go, go, point? Go, sorry. Before, yeah. So, when I was saying that Luke is very different to Yoda, Yoda became a hermit, and so did Luke. 
But Yoda became a hermit after many, many years as the head of the Jedi Council with this full-on Jedi Order that worked, that had order in this universe, right? But so did Luke. And then you've got... We just didn't no. see that. No, 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 no. No, we he didn't. didn't. No, it did. No, 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 James. That. James, James. What Luke had was... Um, he had, a, he had I, a temple. No. He had an entire temple. No. Right, okay, okay. I could have a temple. It doesn't mean I'm going to follow a religion, oh right? It just means I've got a fucking temple. And also, like, so with, I think what Alex is trying Luke, to get at is that right, okay, we, had yeah, this yeah, yeah. we had this cast of characters that were Jedi, like Mace Windu, okay. and all the other Jedi, yeah, yeah. the Jedi Order, yeah. the Jedi Council. No, I'm trying, to get, I'm trying to get the fact Alex. that Luke had never properly followed the Jedi way, yeah. so he wouldn't be... And every time he was in it, he acted emotionally. The only mm -hmm. reason... When he defeats Darth Vader at the end of Re uh, Return of the Jedi, he is acting so emotionally. He is an emotional character. Yep. The fact that he is then met with this horrible force and his reaction to that is to go into a hermit shell is a completely natural thing to do because he's never been taught from a young age to separate himself from emotion. He's only ever been taught this after the age of 18. Mm -hmm. Counter-argument. Luke, and you're right, Luke doesn't follow the traditional Jedi path, but that was already established. He didn't, he, his entire order was based off of emotion. It's okay to show your emotion. In the, in the comics, he, he allowed people to get married. Originally, you could, you know, you could really only choose black, brown, or, like, white Jedi robes. With this, Luke literally said, you can have whatever you want. Whatever colour you want, you can go whatever you want. Just make, make this your own thing. What a fashion it's, queen. It's, it's it's okay to do whatever you want to do. You can get married, you can act on your emotions, but the thing is, you've always got to, you know, remain good. And that's the point. That's the point. And Luke... With, with so this, what I you're saying can... is, Luke's Jedi Order was, don't be a dick. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and that was about it and then he it all went to shit and he was like well fuck it i'll i'll be a dick then i'm so alex, sorry Zander. alex you're that not alex you're not letting me get me point you aren't letting me get me point across so are you the point is the thing well yeah it's like don't be a dick but the thing is the one and f only thing to be a jedi is that you are a good person and that if there is evil in that world you are the galaxy wherever you are you have got to defend everyone you can you don't run away from it um i, I want to oh, say as well, one, even if one, it means eight, death no no i nine, want to say as well sorry, a time of two minutes um uh, that luke cuts himself off from the force that's that's presented that that is a point yeah. in this movie raise yeah. like i've seen the force i've been a part of it now you're not there you weren't you weren't there when i was looking into the force you've cut yourself off and you see that in the movie he's like he doesn't use it anymore and then in that moment when Ray pushed, when like Ray brings out that lightsaber, he starts using it again. So he starts clearly. She's made him believe in something which he didn't see in himself when he went and tried to. Because he said like it was a moment of weakness. He's instant like Alex said. He's emotional, so he ignites the lightsaber and then. By the way, that's a great moment in the film when yeah, he's like, because at first he says, "Oh yeah, he just went crazy and, and killed everyone." And Kylo Ren's like, no, I woke up and he was over my, over my sleeping buddy with a lit lightsaber. He was about to kill me. Oh, and then right, you see oh, it oh. again. And Luke's like, okay, that happened. 
it was a moment of weakness. I saw all of the things he was going to do and was like, this is the only way to do it. And then lit it and was like, what am I doing? And then before he could explain, everything goes to shit. So that's a moment of weakness. That's a human moment. And as Alex said, he's never been trained to disregard his emotions. I get what you mean, but again... Look at Return of the Jedi. He's li- he's literally like, I will not fight you, Father. Put and he disignites his lightsaber. Yeah, like, after beating him to a pulp and cutting his hand off. Yeah, no, no, no. Like no, he no, didn't no, even no. touch Kylo Ren. He did go lightsaber. No, no. This is before. Like this is the point where Luke kicked him over the stairs and he falls <laughs> down and he's still all. He's still got all his limbs and shit. He, he doesn't have all. He's got all his robotic limbs and shit. Uh, <laughs> And he stands back up, and Vader's still got his lightsaber ignited, and he's, he literally says, you're unwise to lower your defenses, and they have to keep on fighting. But like Luke doesn't want to fight him there, and he's trying not to fight him. That isn't Luke Skywalker. Yeah, it was. A, you can say it's a moment of weakness, but the thing is, Luke has always been about talking, especially to people in his family. Are you so eating I something, David? Pardon? Are you eating something? Uh, no, I was pissing about a rapper. All right, I thought I thought you were unwrapping something to eat. <clears throat> but we were just wondering what I was eating. Yeah, uh, <laughs> hoping we'd break up this podcast. this conversation. Actually, with just, a... <laughs> just trying to be a part of the podcast that we co-host. Exa- I genuinely Actually, thought you'd left. You've been quiet for so long. <laughs> not, no, I've just been I've just been listening to the rants and just thinking. Damn. Yeah. Anyway, back to the I action. Don't care. And the way that the 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 novelization for this as well. Just like if you think the film. You know, because I know you lot disagree with me, but if you think the film disregards Luke in a bad way, then the novelization did it even worse. Do you dislike this film because you dislike how they represented Luke, or do you dislike this film? Uh, Mostly because of how they um, represented Luke. So take Luke out of it and replace it with another random Jedi, say Qui Gon Jinn. Um, What do you think? Qui Gon would be equally as bad. Like to put in this film. And okay, Anakin. No, no, don't re- don't replace Again, him with a character we know. Up. It's a brand new Jedi. That's... Yeah, okay, it's a brand new Jedi. Okay, it's Ray. <laughs> Ray, Ray meets Ray on the island. <laughs> Ray meets Skywalker. Ray. Turns around. Everyone's Ray right. Skywalker. Point. It's literally just Norbit, but it's Ray. <laughs> Forget, forget everything we've just said in like the past 20 seconds. Alex, I dislike this film mostly because of how they handled Luke, but if if, if I said that point and whatever, and then, you know, you, you've got that, yeah, but like, if you took Luke out of the equation for disliking the film, would you still like the film? No, I right. wouldn't. Right, okay, so you don't like the I don't end like bit. The Last Jedi. You I don't like the don't. end, no, 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 but you don't like the end fight, right, between Kylo Ren and Luke. Okay. That that is the bit that really pushes me over the edge for this. Okay. Film. Okay. I didn't, like, I didn't but, like it. But how can you say that when it comes after the Ray and Kylo Ren fight? <laughs> that half an hour where Admiral Holdo oh, becomes no, that's actually that, a good really, character no, smashes a does the no, no, the no, best shot in Star Wars. Shoot. Yeah. It was and no. puts a puts a like. I forgot what it's called. Light speed ship travel space. Yep. Menagerie. In yes, space. The best shot in possibly any Star Wars film ever, but that doesn't make it good. 
No, it's. I'm not talking about the shot. I'm talking about the entire third act. Yeah, the oh, entire right. the third the act of this film. Oh yeah, no, that's amazing. Brilliant. That's brilliant. And the I've fact that, that Skywalker is in it and then gets Force acceptance, and like Xander said, he has been disconnected from the Force and now becomes connected back to it. Yeah, that is such a good moment because what I feel like what you're failing to see here is this is not a Luke Skywalker film. This is a Luke Skywalker redemption film. Yeah. No one is trying to say that Luke Skywalker is a good character at the start of this film because he's not. He's a bad character. But now... I understand that. I understand that, but the thing is, like, it just... It's just... To me, it's it's really disrespectful for what they've been... What they've built over all this time. Because I don't think he'd be at the place where he is. Fuck Star Wars fans. And what... I wanted to say Agreed. I was so rudely interrupted <laughs> about the novelization. No, James, no! <laughs> James just said before I was so rudely interrupted. <laughs> I know, yeah. That's I the, to... I would like to see the manager of a podcast. Yeah, know, that, that's the <laughs> neck beardiest thing James has said. Xander, <laughs> you need... coming from a man who's just about growing a neck beard. <laughs> okay, Zander, I, can I just say something, Xander? You need to adjudicate this. Like, you actually need to adjudicate. It's just going to be me and Alex just fighting. Okay, okay, this. okay. Um, yeah, me and Xander actually... will just jump in every now and then to take like, like, obvious. No, well, no, you actually. You, if one of us is making a point, you need to shut the other one up. We'll we'll move we'll move on from Luke Skywalker for now. No, we won't. I've still not mentioned my point. <laughs> finish your point, and then we'll move on from Luke Skywalker for a bit, and we'll talk about yeah, the rest no, of the Yeah, no, Alex can't finish his point. Oh, no, I'm definitely done. <laughs> Go on, James, finish your point, before you were so rudely interrupted. It's so disrespectful, because... What, being rudely when... interrupted? Yeah. <laughs> James, James is just getting muddied. James is... <laughs> You know what? Honestly, I'm really trying. I'm really trying to come up with some good points for you here. You're doing like, great, trying- honestly, mate. This is this is good. I'm. Is it? Is it though? <laughs> I'm. I think it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I think anyway. it's brilliant. Uh, yeah, because they're, because they're siding with you. That's why you think it's brilliant. Hey. Because I'm right. Hey. <laughs> You're not though. Because I'm anyway, right, man. Point, but uh, here's the thing that I really don't like, especially in the novelization, is that they say that Luke didn't just die he died of a force overdose <laughs> right okay so you really just from made me agree with Star Wars. i genuinely did not think i was going to do this much of a 180 but fuck me that's <laughs> awful jesus christ they, what did what he legit died of a force overdose they described it as a they didn't put this in in the book obviously but this is essentially what they're saying he uh, like the force is a drug that you use you use it for as for ages and ages and ages and luke you know he's he's gone to rehab he's clean he's not he's cut himself off from the force then he in the last ditch effort to save his friends or across on the other side of the galaxy he projects himself to all these people and use an overdoses on the force. Can we just get a remake of um, Transplant but in Star Wars then? Okay, we're it's, definitely going to move on from Luke Skywalker for now. My head's going to melt. Um, right. So can we just get the, the baby team, but like Luke Skywalker just staring at the ceiling and it's, and it's Kylo Ren crawling along. It's, <laughs> it's, just, it's the puppet as well. Yeah. 
Overdose on ketamine, kids. Jesus. Um, so the rest <laughs> of this is where I'm coming from. Sans Luke Skywalker. Um, so like, like I said in my little point earlier, it's not split into three sections. So we'll talk about the second section, which is all the stuff with Poe. Mm-hmm. I think Admiral Holdo is really the dumb. Not to, like that whole section could have been solved. With just a little conversation, if she she sees that he's irate, pull him to one side and explain the plan to him, then he stops being a problem and everything goes smoothly and nothing yep. at the end has to happen. But she doesn't. Yep. She's real dumb. See, I I agree with you, but it could go the other way. It could go that she is just a rubbish leader and she gets punished for it at the end. She gets comeuppance. But she's no, been they gave her a kind of backstory as though she's this brilliant soldier and that she she's this legend. Well, I mean, she's an admiral. Resistance. Exactly. <laughs> like, she's, she's... Yeah, but so is Akbar. Who dies in oh, this movie. Fish. He does, actually. There's, he there's just a moment... dies in a second as well. Like, his, his death is so quick. There's a moment where they go... Um, where they talk about the, 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 like, the grey area of Star Wars with these people selling to both the good guys and the bad guys. Yeah. So why can't you have this like admiral who has found themselves in an admiral position who really shouldn't be? They're in way over their head. That would be a really interesting way to take the character, and if and it would have been a really interesting way to take Poe because it's now Poe seeing when he needs to do the right thing, stepping up for the next film where he's. It's the last film in the series, and it could be like General Poe. But, like it was, ma- it was setting up brilliant oh, character oh, development for Poe, like a proper and then general. just completely. But unfortunately, she's not. She doesn't. She at no point that. comes across as that character. That's a really good idea, Alex. But yeah. unfortunately, yeah. she comes across as this hero of the rebellion. And this is where I think the studio interference came in in this part of the storyline because always I feel like Ryan Johnson wanted Poe to have a much bigger character and wanted Poe to become this insanely, like, popular and insane and insanely powerful general, the you know like the Resistance, and Disney were just like, nah. Um, what I think is that Disney got a big case of the homophobes. And didn't want Poe and Finn to go and have their own little adventure because everyone was shipping them after The Force Awakens because they are the most adorable couple in the franchise. I made a note for Rise of Skywalker, and I'm and like when we're going through Rise of Skywalker, just gonna go through like the best of my notes, which there's a fucking lot of, and a lot of pure gold. But (laughs) before before we go on to that, there's one thing that I want to say about this is um. Like the main thing that annoyed me in this movie was because obviously, as far as I'm aware, uh, Carrie Fisher died before this movie come out, came out, didn't she? Yeah, yep. yeah. she died a full year yeah, before. Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah, a full year. This so came out 2017 December. You had the perfect chance to give her a beautiful scene for a like character death and a gorgeous send off. And they decide to use it to finally show us that she can use the Force but, and keep the character alive for another movie. See, see, that's and it, David. I didn't like that. That's your. That's yeah, my problem that's, with that's my personal your, opinion. Right. Here's here's my problem with that. 
the movie's done. They've written they to because she that ha- that scene so, happens. I it's a can stupid. Can I just say Rise of Skywalker was that, rewritten? No, but it's a stupid, stupid <laughs> scene. They'd already shot this movie. These movies get yeah. made really quickly, that- really early on because they need a full year to do all the post production because there's so much CG. Oh yeah, no, I know. So this this was done before she died. That would mean yeah. bringing everyone back, pushing this movie da- back a full year to remake the second half of this movie without Carrie Fisher. So yeah, I, no, no, I see what it's you mean, like, but there was no physical the way movie. they could have done that. Oh yeah, no, no, but that that com- the gripe grows further with the next movie anyway. With the fact that they just keep on using her, like, yeah, character yeah, the next movie definitely. over and over. I don't like yeah. that. I I can understand it with this. I can accept it with that. It's just a thing that I don't like in the story. I can accept with the way that the production goes. Yeah, that it's not possible unless they want to re- like delay it a year. Which let's be honest, Disney won't want to do. Disney would never. They've had do. to delay mo- They've had to delay God knows how many movies this year because of COVID nineteen. This and the other. But I still like if in a perfect world they would have brought back brought everybody back, redone the second half of the movie, and given her a beautiful send off and a beautiful like funeral scene in memoriam to her, and not just keep using her image and keep using her character over and over and over again. It's almost like they money. almost killed her off in this film. Yeah, they almost did, and it would have been a brilliant scene and, and then the director moment. of mary poppins came in and was clearly <laughs> like you know what need some more of this in it it's a, it's, a, it's a dumb moment it's a real dumb moment i'll give you that yeah like uh, obviously like you can always like no matter what i feel like everybody agrees with me there but it's also agreeable that they didn't really have a choice in the eyes of being a big huge corporation um and if anyone if anyone I'm, I'm sorry i'm just going back to my point just before this about admiral holdo just very briefly, there's a character in the Clone Wars called Pong Krell, who's a, um, oh, a Jedi bastard. Yeah, yeah, he's a Jedi, <laughs> and he he basically is secretly working for um, the Empire. Well, not the Empire. Oh no, no, he's not. He's just a racist. He's literally yeah. Just he a just racist. doesn't like. He just doesn't like clones, basically. And he's sending all of these clones in, not really caring about them, using them as cannon fodder. And he's just an awful leader. Um, and and that's the that's he was like a grey area. He was someone who'd managed to get to the rank of general, but was doing awful things. And that's the direction that I'd assumed yeah. when I first saw Admiral Holder they were going to take her. Yeah, they've um, done it before. But they actually, just chose just... not to. Just for a little bit of context for Alex, like as to how bad this guy actually is, like he told two battalions of clone troopers that some droids had, pick- had killed a bunch of clones and they picked up clone armor and they're disguising themselves. Yes, this he did do this at a specific time, and oh they've my got gosh. to go and fight them. And it turns out he told them both these things, and it was just clones fighting clones. Yeah, he was kid. Oh my gosh, that episode! It's like season five, episode fourteen, or something like that. It's so yeah. good. Go watch it. So basically, what you're telling me is somehow a, a series that at the moment, or at least during this trilogy being made, was having massive racial issues when it came to um, the use of Finn and John Boyega. Actually, dealt with racism before Disney bought it. It dealt with uh, racism within the yeah. Star Wars saga, but yeah. not racism within the Star Wars production. 
So <laughs> the problem that people had with the the new Star Wars is that they were like, oh well, we've now got a black character. Ooh, look at us. And we've um, got an Asian know. character. Yeah, we've yeah. got an Asian character. So that was the big gripes, but. Like this, this Clo- is like, the this Clone is like Wars is so good, but we will talk about this next week. Yeah. But the Clone Wars is so good because it does tackle topics such as race and status within the world of Star Wars. And ju- just as a final point before we move on from this point, <laughs> is, is that how long somehow, have we got left for the 30 minutes? Somehow, this aired on Cartoon minutes. Network. Wait, no, we're talking about, we've got to talk about Last Jedi. This did not air on Cartoon Network. PSA for everyone who um, the Cartoon <laughs> Network. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm on about, I'm on about Let's, um, Clone Wars. I, I want to I talk about... I want to talk about Rey and, and uh, Kylo Ren. Do we have to? Because I know that, I that also is linked Ren. into Luke, but can we maybe yeah, yeah, go for, skip go for, the go Luke for. stuff? I, um, I want to hear what you have to say about it, Xander. I love it. I really love it. I think it really... I think their relationship is really interesting because it follows mm. up straight after. I mean, I, Alex has a point that I want him to, to mention maybe later on about films starting off directly after the last ones. But like in this, we've just come off the back of Kylo killing Han Solo and yeah. now he's faced with Rey and they're like, their minds have been linked for some reason. So they keep seeing each other in these these really like well shot and well i love the sound design in those moments as well because it's almost oh, like yeah, an yeah. echo and um dead muffled yeah 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 and i think the conversations they have are really interesting i, I like their dynamic yeah and kylo and ray are easily the best bits about this film yeah they're so good easily. um and then when he turns when she turns up on the star destroyer it's and goes and yeah. speaks to Snow. That whole scene is so good. And it's so yeah. tense all the time she's there. Now, you know what would have been a really interesting direction? If for that moment where, you know, Kylo offers Ray to join her, uh, join him. Um, what if Ray did that? Yeah. What if Ray did do yeah. that? I was convinced that they were going to because this is this is what I was saying about Ray being such a boring character. They yeah. did nothing that wasn't Luke. But again, this and, and, and again, this is yeah. I get what you mean, Alex. Have, I get exactly what you mean. This, this is once again something that would have fixed the film even more. I, I know we're not talking about Luke now, but like that's when he could have stepped up and everyone could have been happy again. I, see, I was convinced that she was going to turn to the dark side, and in yeah. that, he was going to give in to his light side. And it, he was going to join the resistance. She was going to be in the first order, and that the third movie was going to be like basically role reversed. No, I well, don't. I don't like that idea. I th- I feel like one extreme is the film that we got. The other extreme is what you just suggested, Sander. And what I would have wanted is exactly in between it. A, you and might say got a balance. A balance of the force. <laughs> And, you know, I've, the term Grey Jedi gets thrown a lot about, around a lot in Star Wars lore, and it's someone who... I don't who... know why Grey Jedi gets thrown around all the time, because there isn't a, there's no such thing as a Grey Jedi. Qui-Gon Jinn's a Grey Jedi. Um, it's not anyway. a traditional Jedi. 
I'll explain that later. This time. Ah, we'll do it in the podcast. It'll get wiped from canon. It's fine. <laughs> um, but, but, great. Okay. In that case, James, if we're being technical and Grey Jedi's don't exist, Grey Jedi should exist. Um, oh, yeah, they should. They should. Because, they don't. And I think it would have been really, really, really interesting to have. I'm also going to have to disagree with you because I rewatched Phantom Menace after we did the podcast the other day. Like <laughs> you actually did that. Oh my god. And, you mad And And Qui-Gon Jinn is definitely someone who goes against the council's orders. But anyway. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the, if, if Rey and Kylo Ren had joined together and then the final film was kind of like them having a tiff the entire time... I would have been. It would have been really interesting because it wouldn't have. It would have set up that it would have got rid of the light side of the force and the dark side of the force, and it would have created balance. And that mm-hmm. dynamic is something that we have never seen. But whenever we do see, and you see it in the Clone Wars, <laughs> it's so interesting to watch. It is, and it just never happens. It's always just this. Alex, you just black and white. Just now, you've just really depressed me because it's just hit me that we're never going to see that now. Exactly. You are never going to see that. Because they could have done it, but they didn't. Because they don't try and push the boundaries. Because he's got good ideas for Star Wars. Yeah. Like, actual good ideas. This is me talking as well. I'm the the guy that doesn't like Star Wars of the group. If Dave Filoni and and John Favreau ever give up, they should just put me and Alex in charge. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll sort them out. No, I'll send a link on Twitter to this podcast. Don't <laughs> get back to us. Yeah, me, 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 and John are, are, are real tight. Me, we're yeah. real tight. Actually, no, we should. We we should say, hey, if you guys ever need any help. Oh, good God, me and, no. Me and Alex. Yeah, we're, no. we're if you ever need the, the thoughts of a guy who doesn't like Star Wars, hit me up. <laughs> um, you know, they should really get the thoughts of people who don't like things to make things because then you know. It expands your Yeah, you're a big. You're daring to a bigger yeah. audience. Um, yeah, but you're just disrespecting the people that you know already like it. And yeah, Star but the, the people like that did that already like it people. disrespect yeah, each other anyway. I, yeah, but, I just um, but now you're getting into the philosophical debate of should yeah. things be made for the fans or should things be made because they're yeah. good. I I just want to make sure we're all on the same page about something real quick. Um, Canto bites a piece of shit, right? Yeah. Oh my god, yes. Worst thing they ever Okay. <laughs> Can I just say, the location itself, fucking beautiful. It looks nice. Yeah. looks nice. Genuinely yeah. a, a gorgeous and stunning location um, and scene. And I think we would have rather watched. The content you know within what? the scene is awful. That scene oh. would have been good if it wasn't a Star Wars movie. No? I think, we're no, I, think I know what... like The entire thing, I think that scene... Would have been good, and maybe would have made a bit more sense if it wasn't. If, a Star if it wasn't Wars. rammed into the middle of all this mm-hmm. Ray Kylo Ren Luke yep. stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, not if it wasn't a Star Wars movie. If it wasn't in this movie, yeah. is every one of Rose's lines written to make me want to spew? <laughs> because like, it makes me want to vomit. Like the, some of the lines that she say are so like cringeworthy and so like pandering to a certain. Ideal, and it's like, mm. shut up! <laughs> it's a Star Wars movie. 
let him just be Star Wars. Why yeah, are you putting Star animal Wars, Star cruelty Wars. thing in it's... it? No one wants to abuse oh, animals. Before, before like, we go come on. on. It's rooting Before we go on, can I just say, fuck everybody that gave the like the actress who played Rose Death Threats. Yeah, Kelly Marie oh, Tran. Yeah. She does. She did her best. She did her best. She did her best she was given, shit script. But she was I'm... just, she was just bafflingly misused. As yeah. I said, she is so. She's such a good character. She literally. I, I put here. They set up Rose's motivation in the film so much. Mm. The entire opening sequence is about setting up Rose's motivation. Yeah. And then yeah. they just waste her. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I am willing to go out on a limb and say that there isn't really any bad acting in this film. No. Oh, no, it's not it's... bad acting. She does what she, what she can. It's just the writing. Oh, no, I, I'm on about from anyone. Yeah. Yeah, no. Like, from, I don't think there's any bad acting. Ray is just boring. Even, even Benicio Del Toro with the weird stuttering thing. Yo, but, like, Benicio Del Toro is sick in this. I actually, think he's yeah. so good. Me? Me I and you were saying that he wasn't in the ninth film. Yeah, yeah. Disappointed. I thought they were going to do so much stuff with him. Like I've I've said it so many times because he's interesting. He, he raises such an interesting thing that is only previously talked about in the Star Wars: The Clone Wars TV show that you should all go and watch. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! This show is not sponsored by Star Wars: The Clone Wars, but it could Imagine be. Imagine it, it should be. Um. <laughs> They waste him. Yeah, they do again. again. It's it's more wasted they waste potential. Everybody in these movies. Because it's like, why would you bring in Benicio del Toro to be this really tiny part in the middle of this movie, in the section of this movie that means nothing? Why would you do that? If they had met, if they had met, right? If Canto Bite wasn't a chase scene, and if they actually did something while they were there. If they met Benicio Del Toro in the casino rather than in the prison of said casino, it would be so much better. I don't know why, but it just would work. Because you can have a prison anywhere in Star Wars, but you can't have a planet that is a casino anywhere in Star Wars. Yeah. The entire Canto Bite sequence is a waste of potential. You've got a waste of Finn's character, yep. a waste of Rose's character, yep. and a waste of this new planet that you've never introduced before, a waste of this new idea that you've brought into Star Wars that people play for both the good side and the bad side, and then you follow it up later with him literally swapping sides and being like, well, I go where the money is because I've got to look after myself. Yeah. How can you mess that up? I really don't. You know, you know what else is really dumb? Just really dumb about how they set Rose and Finn up to meet this character. It's like they get thrown in jail because they illegally parked. Since when is that a yeah. thing in Star Wars? The, the guy that gets them for parking is actually Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Is it really? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's the guy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, he's, he's in an alien costume, but it's Joe Gordon-Levitt. The, the voice yeah, is brilliant. Is. It's like, uh, yep, those are the guys. <laughs> 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 it's, I don't know that. it's one of those moments one. that it's real dumb, but you're like, that's kind of funny. <laughs> to be honest, there's a lot of like random cameos in this movie. Yeah, Tom Hardy's yeah, in a he, deleted scene. Edgar Wright's he, in it. He um, plays a stormtrooper that slaps Finn on the ass. Edgar Wright's <laughs> a uh, just a random resistance trooper. Uh, Prince Will and Harry are in it as well, actually. No, wait, yeah, are they, they in are. this one or the last one? Uh, they're in. Uh, they're definitely in this film. The last and, one. And um. 
Uh, they played Stormtroopers, actually. It's Oh, no, Edgar Wright's not in this. It's the guy who directed Rogue One. It's Gareth Edwards. Yes, Gareth Edwards. Yeah, Edgar Wright's this, also in, in this. this. Is he? Dad? Yeah, he's, a, he's just a random resistance trooper. Yeah, Gareth Edwards is on the salt planet. Oh, I forgot. Um, Carrie Fisher's daughter is also in this, and unfortunately she has the worst opening line of any film in the world. Go on. This film, I don't know what it is, but I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. Pause. No, don't pause, but carry on. <laughs> she's, a, she's called Billy Lord. She's a great actress. Check her out in Booksmart. She she's so funny in that. Uh, she's in all I these movies. She is. Yeah. So, oh. I, I don't even... Because I'm, I'm willing to give my rating now whilst Alex is doing that. Go for it, mate. Go for it. Like, I... Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, pay. sorry. Always oh, found it. Yeah, okay, I found it. Just before you do your final point, the first line that you hear in this film, right? The first line. We're not clear yet. It's still 30 pallets of cannon shells in Sea Bunker. What? The, the, yes, that is the first line of the film. Is that the f- That's not the first line, surely. The first line of the film is, we're not clear yet. There's still 30 pallets of cannon shells in Sea Bunker. What an awful opening actually, line. Um, Someone actually wrote that down. Someone actually thought in a screenplay. They got that approved, right? Well, Why? Actually, I, um, I hate this film. I, I don't hate this film. A pretty decent point last week after we wrapped up. Um, that you can always tell a good Star Wars film from the... Like, if it's, if it's a good text crawl... Odds are it's going to be a good film and that you're in luck. I think this is where Alex's point about movies opening straight after the last one comes in. Do you want to explain that point for me, Alex? Yeah, right. I was basically saying, you might have seen, there's a lot of new Star Wars shows coming out and I think that that is very beneficial for the idea of Star Wars and the, 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 the way that they tell the story. Because... I feel that what they wanted to do with the most recent films is make this, however long the entire period spans, as one connected thing. But what you then run the risk of is if you finish a film and then start the sequel to it right after it, you don't allow for any character development between the end of the first film and the start of the next film. And what you are left with is instead of a a two and a half hour long film, followed by, I don't know, maybe a year gap, followed by a two and a half hour long film, you are left with a five hour long film with a weird amount, a weird character development arc. So if you plot, if you put the films together, The Last Jedi and The Force Awakens, you've got Rey being found as an unknown, Finn leaving the First Order, Poe being a good trooper, and then you take it to The Last Jedi, and you've got Rey not really knowing where she's at, but she's kind of mastered everything somehow um, out of nowhere. You've got Finn, who is having exactly the same character development as, as he had in the first film, which is wanting to leave the the side of the war where he's on. And then you've got Poe being a hotshot. And I think that even having like a year-long, a six-month, a, a month-long gap, in between films, or even just picking it up on a completely different time, is enough 
for the audience to see that and understand that things have happened in between the start of the this film that you're watching and the end of the last film. Yeah. Because that's what happens in life. You don't always get to see everything that happens. I don't know what happens in your life. You didn't know that I'd sprained my ankle until last night when I told you. Yeah. But that happened for me like half a week ago. So that's development. Mm-hmm. With this, when you have when you have a film that ends right after film that starts right after the the last one ends, you've just you waste so much potential because you're forced to pick up the pieces exactly where you left them off rather than develop them in a way that you kind of it, 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 and not only that it gives you an excuse to bend things yeah you're some yeah. point God damn it. Man Alex is so smart moon. Alex is I, so I, smart I love actually you so I, much. I've, I've got a question that I think Xander's probably the best person to answer this. Oh dear. Um, because, <laughs> because, the, because the thing is, like, because, like, uh, oh, uh, one of the opening scenes for Last Jedi, for instance, is Luke. He gets the lightsaber, chucks over his thing, whatever. Like, why couldn't that just been in like the, uh, the Force Awakens, and they just extended the runtime bit? Like, why do why do movies have to have like they straight away say, hey, it's got to be this runtime, not a minute over. Got to be that. Like, why why can't they just kind of do that and just chuck with, it in like it's, it's only going to add like a minute or two extra because that's just how um distribution like production companies work yeah with, with certain films so like so like it depends on runtime depending on it uh, runtime is an important factor into how long how how often a movie can be shown in cinemas so like with okay. with all the marvel films they normally can't be over two and a half hours so like avengers infinity yeah. war it's two hours 29 so they have to cut that to under two hours 30 so they can have a certain amount of screenings in the cinema um, during the day. But then they got the green light for three hours. So you'll notice it's three hours and one minute. Like they have to adhere to right in that time frame. Other films, it doesn't matter. So like with with like a indie movie, it's it's like three hours and 40 minutes. So like no one cares but with, with indie movies, it just depends on the budget. Exactly. With blockbusters, they have to adhere to a certain time frame so they can get as many showings in as possible. That that's what happened with Justice League when that came out in 2017. They uh, the original uh, cut was meant to be like three hours, three and a half hours, but they chopped yeah. it down to two hours. It was an hour fifty nine, I believe, because they they knew they had a stinker on their hands, so they wanted to put it in as many screens as possible to get as much money as possible. Right. It's really Think interesting. Like how you know when you're doing an essay, you always get ten percent leverage. Yeah. Think of it like that. You get you get a bit of leverage between the time frame. So okay, they will I give you it. a certain time frame, and then you have to squeeze it into as close to that time frame as you physically can, whilst also making sense. So that's why we have deleted scenes from movies because they'll have the scene fully edited, but no matter what, they can't get it into that, and that's why like director cuts or the the defensive yeah, edition, this and the other, always exists. So that's why. Um, I know Blade Runner that had like a certain thing because they were thought that that was going to be big because of Ridley Scott, and it didn't really make too much money. But they thought it was going to make a lot, and that's why we have so many different cuts because they just kept on re-editing. By it the way, to, this movie the, has uh, a couple of really baffling deleted scenes. Like one of them is where it it's with Luke and he's mourning Han Solo. It's like why the hell yeah. is that not in this movie? Anyway, we the time away um, while I was talking. Um, I'm I'm so sorry, but can I just butt in and say in response to what James said, 
Do you really want The Force Awakens to end with Luke Skywalker chucking a lightsaber over his shoulder? And then, <laughs> no, the, and then it's like, directed by J.J. Abrams. And it's like, <laughs> oh my God, the amount of backlash you would get. It would literally be like waving a carrot in front of a donkey's face and then shoving it up his ass right as you're about to give it to him. Like, it's, it's, not, it's not going to end well. No, I like I, I I get that. I just like I just wanted to get that question answered honestly about like you know why runtime happens. That, that I did I wouldn't ever want that to happen anyway. All I wanted was to know why a film scratch in in movie history. <laughs> that would be more of a record scratch than in my horror movie idea when they come out with a birthday cake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it like, would, just, it would literally, like it would literally just be he yeets it and then, da, 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 da. and everyone in the cinema would be like, "What did it's, he just it's, do?" It's what? like that vine. It's halfway in the air and it goes to be continued. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Luke, Sky, Luke, Luke Skywalker's saying will return in the Last Jedi. Uh, um, right. That that took a lot out of us all. That that was a long discussion, but I yeah. feel like. We all. I feel like that was a good discussion, though, right? I no. don't know. I feel like I was being picked <laughs> on for a lot of that. I mean, that's yeah. just because we're funny. But I, I feel like I feel like we all got <laughs> a lot it? of points across, and we actually discussed a lot of that movie. Um, we did. We did. We did. What out of ten, guys? What I know this is probably a little bit harder, but what would you guys give this? Six. I'd give this a solid. 6.66 recurring because I actually, I actually literally I, only hate one third of it. I. <laughs> you know what? That's the only time I will allow a decimal. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Just because it's the devil's number. Okay. The number of the beast. Um, I, I, I think I've already made my hatred for this film clear over the, over the past couple of weeks. Uh, so my rating is going to be slightly different uh, in the scale, like one being bad, ten being atrocious. Um, I would say eleven. Um, that's, that, not, that's... Uh, uh, James. J- James, honey, um, when when he's out of ten, if you're giving it eleven, that it's... means like it's the greatest film of all time. No, you're not here. He changed his scale. It went from bad being number one. Oh to right, 10 yeah, I heard that. But like, so this is badly yeah. atrocious. Okay, yeah, okay, okay, right. Um, yeah, so like on a on a scale of one being the worst, ten being uh, one being bad, ten being the absolute worst, it's eleven. I'd give it a seven because like yeah, yeah, like Alex, yeah. I I really yeah. only hate. A full third of I this. feel like he's doing 6.6 recurring, but rounding it top <laughs> it, it, because he doesn't yeah, want exactly, to. Exactly, yeah, exactly. I'm rounding up. I'm rounding up. <laughs> I, it, Thank you. Like, like I said in my roundup earlier, like it's that third, that third with I love the stuff with Luke, Ray, and Kylo and Snoke. I think that's so good that the dumb stuff in the third that I think is kind of okay kind of really mm. drags it up. So yeah, overall, but yeah, seven out of ten. It's an infuriating movie. Um, but yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Oh my god! I mean, because but the thing is, Ryan Johnson, Ryan Johnson said that he wanted to make a film that not everyone is gonna like, which I can understand where he's coming from. Well, hasn't is... Taika Waititi also said that he can't wait to ruin Star Wars for people? 
Yeah, but that's that, that's just a dig at Ryan Johnson, though, isn't it? That's just Taika, no, that, That's no, just that, Taika. No, that's Taika wanting to actually ruin the, the franchise because it'll be really funny. Can get away with it Star because Taika Waititi knows how to make a Star Wars but, film. By the way, Star, Star Wars thing. Uh, by the way, um, in neither of these movies, none of us have mentioned Captain Phasma. Just thought I'd uh, say that. Now we'll move on. She's oh, it's almost it. like the movies don't mention her. <laughs> <laughs> so the next movie we're going to talk about is a little less divisive. It's more just dog shit. It's Star Wars yes. Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. David, do you want to start us off with okay, your yeah. thoughts so, on The Rise of Skywalker? Okay, so my thoughts can be summed up in five words, three of them including the title. Rise of Skywalker fucking sucks. <laughs> this movie is... Awful. I would much rather... This is actually one of my notes as well. I would much rather binge-watch all three prequels in a row, tied to my chair, than watch this piece of living shit again. I despise it. Can I just say that that is actually accurate? Because haven't you done both of those things this week? (laughs) Yes. And I would much rather... I would much rather do that. Yeah, I would much rather watch prequel. Phantom Menace at least has some enjoyable moments. There's nothing to enjoy in this movie. No, there's there's, there's one thing. There's no, no, there isn't. No, no there isn't. There's, no, there isn't. You're all wrong. Thing. There's one thing. It's Bobby no, Fritz. Okay, you can, you can, you can tell. Okay, okay he's cute. Hey, hey! But okay, <laughs> but, okay so I'm gonna go. Through, I'm gonna go through some of my notes. This is gonna be to hey, my hey, 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 movie. <laughs> Bubble freak. Hey, hey. Okay. Shush. Let David speak. I want to hear what he's going to say. Okay, so I'm going to go through, like, notes that I made during this movie, which I try not to make too many notes because I was trying to watch the movie. And yet I still made so fucking many. Did did you just go on a rant then? Or are you Uh, about to go on a rant? I'm about. I'm not about to go on a round. I'm about to read the notes from the beats in the movie. Okay. So let's go. The the very start of the film, I immediately wrote. Seriously, what the fuck is this light speed skipping shit? Is this Fast and Furious? And I was talking about this with my mate Manio, and it is literally law breaking. So that's fun. Um. That, then yeah. my next story beat right thing is so Ray, who has been a Jedi for about two weeks, is going to finish a quest that Luke, who has been a Jedi for about forty years, makes sense. So she thinks she knows how she can finish this quest whilst he is literally the as you two said, the greatest Jedi of all time. Ray is literally untrained. But you know what? Fuck um, it. Ray takes also, no damage um, in this movie until the end, by the way. She has full plot armor. That's a good point, yeah. Yeah. She takes no damage. She literally has plot armor. She has, She's yeah. doing a no death run. <laughs> So I there was also like I made a funny comment because she just said that she's just Ray. I just thought, well, just Ray, you are a with I mean Jedi. <laughs> so I thought that was quite funny. Christ. Uh the next one, the next beat is how the ever living fuck does Ray know how to do this healing shit? It's only ever been shown in the Mandalorian Baby Yoda, aka Grogu, was trained in a Jedi was trained in a Jedi temple since he was he is about fifty years old. I think. I think. Also, he's fifty yeah, years 50 old, isn't years he? Old. Also, 
I said this. And also, I said this to Alex the day before this movie came yes, out. Yes, it did. It came out a couple of days before, and it was literally aired. I reckon, like J.J. Abrams just said that to whoever directed that episode, just like shit. I've included healing. We've never done it in Star Wars. Can you please put healing in this somehow? Make it Baby Yoda so people enjoy it. Yeah. You know what is really annoying though. Go on. Force healing makes perfect sense. It just makes no sense that it's only been talked about now. It yeah. makes perfect sense, but it also completely undoes half of the shit that we've seen in Star Wars anyway, because a lot of the deaths that we've seen could easily have been avoided. Yeah. What, what do you mean? Them. What do you mean? It's not like it's not like you could heal Darth Vader. Or Qui-Gon Jinn. Or Qui-Gon Jinn. Or, you True. know, any well, of these things. Or Mace Windu. The the thing is right. Or the emperor. How were they Why does the do? emperor not how fix was... his face? How were... Well, I feel like for, a... you know how... the so... ability to not die comes from the dark side. Maybe force healing comes from the light side. Like it's... I don't I don't know. That's just the way I've always assumed it. It's a light side ability, so the emperor would physically be unable to do that. And yet um... he's able to save himself from death. I'm um, could do it for him. Right. Just touching yeah. on that. Just touching on what you've just said there, James. How on earth can Ray shoot lightning from her fingertips? Then it's dumb, like because they went back. You know what? Though they went back on themselves, and then they went. What you were saying about the uh, the great Jedi thing? If they had gone in that sentence, I think Ray could have been a very interesting great Jedi. I think that's what they were trying to go towards. I really think that great Jedi's are what would exist in a world where you've got no idea of the Sith and no idea. Also. What on earth is this Sith realm? Yeah. We'll let him finish. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to this ridiculous point. I've got, a few, I've got a few more points. I, so I apologize. My next one is a, a bit of a longer one. So, And it's just a sum of the movie, basically. This was like just as I got to finding... The, I think it's the Kandarian dagger, is it? No, that's from, De- thinking- that's from Evil Dead. <laughs> the Kandarian dagger is the the, the knife. Practically the fucking same thing. Yeah. According dagger, to this movie, anyway. Yeah, so the dagger. The Kandarian so, dagger. We like it. Yes. So this movie is just an overly long fetch quest. They went to find the clue, which turned out to be the dagger. The dagger is an inscription with the location, but C3PO can't translate, so they go somewhere else to tamper with him so he can translate it. Then there will probably be another roadblock in the way until they get on, get the wayfinder. Then they go to the final location. This is literally a fetch quest from a game, and they are the worst kind of quest because nobody fucking likes them. You just go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth for no reason, just for a bit of, like, you know extra story at the end and that's exactly what this movie is but it's all fetch quest and i hate that um i oh i had a point i had a point it's gone i had a point i checked my phone and now it's gone oh no my next one is yeah you you check your phone whilst i continue talking about that shite uh, so my next point is, so he seriously just yeeted the best saber in the series. Like, literally, it has the most use and is the coolest looking. And he just throws it away. Yeah, Xander said to me when we were watching it, and he's just thrown away his only weapon. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, why would you do that? It doesn't matter whether the colour of it is red. Like, yeah. Anakin uses a blue lightsaber. It's clear that the blue Granted, lightsaber... With, with what, so, with what James said before about it being a Sith saber, I think the, like that would also feed into his dark powers, Asanio, so it makes sense in that sense. 
but it's also his biggest no, it, adversary. At that point, it's just a saber because you can still. Because the thing is, you can still heal the crystals. That's another thing. Because, um, like, I, I shouldn't really be telling you this now, but I'm going to tell you anyway. The reason Ahsoka's lightsabers are red, uh, red, white, is because white. she's healed the crystal. So the Jedi get colorful crystals because they meditate with it. And then it gets a certain color depending on their personalities, like blue for warrior, green for uh, force user, yellow for uh, usually Jedi Temple Guards, purple if you're Samuel Jackson. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that is literally my favorite behind the scenes story of Star Wars is that makes this that Sam Jackson wanted to see himself in this vast array of blue and green. So he said, I want it purple. And he was like, I don't know, we've never had a purple one. It's like, I want it purple. It's like, okay, yeah, <laughs> you're Sam Jackson. Yep. Yeah, that's fine. So the idea is that he is Sam um, Jackson. So the the idea is that you um, you get your color depending on how you how you are as a person. Now you meditate with the saber, and then obviously the Sith bleed make the crystals bleed. So what happens with a Jedi like Ahsoka, which is kind of where Alex's theory on the Grey Jedi would come in, but again, she's just kind of a person with lightsaber. It's not a theory. It's it's a it game fear. Anyway, anyway, the reason her lightsabers are white is because she has taken the crystals and healed them, so they're no longer um, they're no longer a color. Essentially, they're healed. So he could have just done that. Yeah, and it would be so, a lightsaber. So I've got another two points. My, so one Dave, of my points actually feeds into that in a sense with the third place so, colors so yeah david david is completely right he's just thrown away his, his only weapon his only adversary his no. only chance of of winning in a sense and surviving no reason at all there's also there's a line when they're on that um like massive death star basically like this the uh like the main you know one that's controlling everything like the main control hub or something like that yeah, and yeah. she just says all hatches are blast proof continues to use blasts on the hatch after it's opened and it blows it up so it's not blast proof is it you could have blasted it. You just wanted to save more time and pad the run time, but okay, cool. Makes sense to me. Uh, then there's also the fact that she had two lightsabers. So she went to uh, the Emperor with two lightsabers. We all know that. She had a blue one and a green one. Luke and Leia's. We saw that Leia's was green because like, in that little, ti- like, little tiny training segment. Oh, no, 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 you're wrong. No, no. Yeah, you're wrong. You're wrong. That's that's Luke's lightsaber, because that's a flashback. So Luke would have had the green lightsaber. Layers is blue. Okay, so she still has Luke. So, okay, fair enough. That's my She has Luke's old lightsaber. Okay. Anakin's lightsaber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, my bad then. That That's not a that's thing on the movie. That's not a hole. That's just me not paying attention to the series, because I don't think... But to be fair, because uh, like, I can I can see where you get it wrong, because like, like as, an, as, like, as a casual viewer do do, who doesn't know all of the bloody shit in the universe, yeah. that's Conti- just stupid. Continue on, David. You, you're taking up all yeah. the time here. We want to rag yeah. on this movie as well. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, what I also said was, see, what could have been cool is if we saw all the force goes behind her when she's like hearing all that voiceover. She stands up and they're all just cheering her on. I don't know. But no, we just expensive. get a few a few voice lines. <laughs> Have I sent you this that clip? This movie had a fucking huge budget. Shut up. <laughs> have I uh, actually? Have I sent you that clip, like, of, of someone that fixed that scene? Where please tell like, me they deep faked everybody into it. Yes. Fucking hell. Um, they could have done that. And it. And then brilliant. my they last got... two points are Ray Skywalker. So fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. That is and so stupid. Fuck JJ Abrams. Fuck him in the face. 
See, here's the thing. I don't know J.J. Abrams is no, the fuck villain J.J. Abrams, fuck him in the face. No, I, no, David, you're, Abrams, like fuck him in the your, face. Your, your gripes are coming from Disney wanting things to be a reaction to the fans. Like Xander said, Yeah, it's just I'm pretty sure me and you have spoken about this because I felt exactly the same as Xander did. Every film is just a reaction to the previous film. This is a reaction to the fans being divided. So what they tried to do here was bring in a load of fan service. Who did they bring back this film that they'd not had in previous ones? C-3PO. Who did they give an emotional send-off and then completely ruin? C-3PO. Who did they do that to as well? Chewbacca. There are so many death fake-outs in this. It's ridiculous. Literally, the only one that was good, but the only one that shouldn't have happened was Kylo Ren's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were and there were four fake also, out deaths. There's multiple in this. healing shit in this entire there's, fucking movie. Wait, so yeah, there's also, four because because there's Chewbacca near the start. Chewbacca fake dies. C3PO says goodbye to everyone, loses his memory, but then it comes back later. And so it kind of works anyway. as a death scene. I made so many points about that, um, like saying that there's God knows how many droids. Like, like BB-8 could have taken a backup just there and then. BB-8 and, was there and. Um, then, and, um, then Ray other, other stabs Kylo Ren on that crash Death Star. That's a third yep. fake out death, and then Ray dies at the end, but comes back to life. Four fake out deaths in this movie. That is insane. Yeah. I think the last fake out death can't really be counted as a fake out death because because she it, actually died. Because, no, no, because die. someone actually died, and it was only because. And also, that was one of the only things about Force Healing that I actually liked. That it was literally your life force going into someone else's. So if you don't have very much life force and you want to do it to someone else, you are sacrificing yourself for another person. Which is like, that's such a light side of the Force thing to do. So Fair point, fair point. That I, I I that that mechanic I don't I doesn't really annoy me when mechanic it annoys me when new mechanics are brought into films but it really really doesn't annoy me it only annoys me if it doesn't make sense in the context of this yeah of the of the film and in the context of this film it really didn't make sense because it was a really weird place to bring it in having rain yeah, not right learn it from anyone yeah well. like, um, right at the end of the entire story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I I think it happened a bit before, just right at the end, and then it, Kylo Ren does it to to Ray because then it shows that it's a light side of the Force thing to do. So Ray, so Kylo <laughs> Ren can do it to Ray. I've just thought of something brilliant. So you know how you know that one scene where they get all the voices and stuff of the Jedi, and it's like, hey, Ray, you can do it, you can do it. So they're all watching her, right? They're all watching this big final battle. They see Rey essentially sacrifice herself, and then they suddenly see Kylo come out of nowhere and then give his life by using Force Heal. Anakin was one of those voices, wasn't he? Yeah. Don't you think he'll have been watching this thinking, well, I'd have fucking loved to know that. (laughs) (laughs) Just just sits there. Oh, for fuck's sake! Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't have told me this any sooner. <laughs> when did you I tell me about so this? He's like, I was living Everyone. in a walking, I was living in a walking life support machine. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I want to, I want to mention something right now. The um, hang on, hang on. we we're basically saying a lot of the problems we have with this is the writing. Yeah. Um, oh wait, no, sorry, sorry. 
please, just, I will let you finish. I just want to add this in. Before you start, you can't, you know, James was saying about having an opening text crawl and the opening text crawl being good. Being <laughs> yes, the, the film yes, 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 yes. It's yes, literally, yes. A, it's if, two paragraphs. If you put in the, in the opening, and then what I was saying about films maybe having a, 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 a gap between them, which allows for character development, <laughs> don't put one of the main points of the story in the opening crawl, because one of the first lines in the opening crawl, literally 30 seconds into this film, I already had a problem with it, and no one had been on screen yet, because it said, all around the all around the galaxy, the empire's the emperor's voice has been heard, and it's like, do you not think we would have wanted to see that? Yeah, here's the like, exact why can't thing. you write the start of a film well? And anyway, Xander. The- what were you going to say about writing? Because that is the only thing I have to say about. I'm literally like, I'm sat in front of a mirror, as I'm as I'm <laughs> as I've been doing this podcast. I started off this podcast with a completely like done, like hair. It, nothing looked out of place. I look like a crazy man right now. <laughs> like just, my hair is going in complete different directions. He just like, got like blasted with some unlimited power. I wanna I wanna tell you who. Uh... That the, talk about the writer of this movie. He's he's a man called Chris Terrio, and uh, he's written um, <laughs> he's he's written three movies. He's written four movies. You might know um, the first one, Argo, the Ben Affleck movie. Um, the second one Didn't was a uh, Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. Didn't watch it. And the third one was a uh, Justice League. Didn't Does he watch only it? make Ben Affleck films. And the fourth one is Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Um, just a quick one, Disney. Why in the ever-loving fuck would you ask the writer of the second most controversial and disappointing blockbuster of our generation, Batman v Superman, to write your finale? What the fuck is wrong with you? Mm. Why mm. would they do wait, hang, this? Hang on, wait, 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 wait. Cause I, I, I just think I zoned out for a brief second just because I'm yelling at people in my podcast group. Edit this out, by the way. <laughs> um, um, are we talking about the Contravara bit? No, no. Chris Terrio, the writer oh. of this movie, wrote Batman v Superman and Justice League. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and that's this, this is the script that they went with, isn't it? Why would they go with this guy with that track record? I don't know. I really don't. And especially awful. in comparison with Colin Trevorrow's script. Well, well, I, so I what I've heard I've that never script, actually seen, it sounds amazing. I've never actually seen or heard anything about that script. It if you sounds, could link to something. I will, uh, it sounds I will send you a video. Perfect. Someone animated it, and it's really good. Oh, did they? Okay. Thank you so much. So, I'm going to tell you some of the highlights. So, No, we, we won't talk about it much, because I'll, I'll send Alex that video. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Actually, so, can we not talk about it at all? And we can we do a podcast in the future on just like the alternate universe? Oh, what, Star like, Wars what movie. could have been? Yeah, because we want to do that for Spider-Man Four, and <laughs> want to do it with, with other stuff. Yeah, and, and the Spider-Man, awesome Spider-Man, an amazing Spider-Man Three. Yeah, yeah. yeah like there's fair. a few things that we want to do. Oh with. God, have you heard what the Amazing Spider-Man Three was supposed to be? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, we'll do it one day. We'll do it one day. No job. Oh, no, 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 let's, let's not talk about it now. We're genuinely going to be doing an episode on that at some right. point because okay. it sounds okay. let, so let fun know. to do. I, I was so ready to shit on that with you just then. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, why would they hire this guy? That was that's the that's the step one in like okay, maybe this isn't going to be good. Like, yeah, man, mm. this is so disappointing. The fact that there was another Star Wars movie just immediately said to me it's not going to be good. Then I heard the title with yeah, it being bloody like the Rise, the Rise of Skywalker, of which I hated. Bad title. Because Awful like, can I just say we haven't had a like a character's name in any of the titles, so why now? Yep. For one, mm-hmm. what's the point now, other than making it so that people want to watch it? So because it's got Skywalker in the name. You know what? You know what's even worse about that though, because it because it's essentially baiting you. Because it's like the yeah. rise of Skywalker. It's like okay, so Luke. There isn't Anakin. any Skywalker. Luke or yeah. Anakin, they're about to come back. Because uh, because the way I wanted this movie to go was I wanted Anakin to come back and basically push Ray to one side and say, "I've got this." Because <laughs> hold my dad. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. A Ray versus Kylo uh, not a Ray. Hold my alien versus Kylo fight would have been amazing. Um it would have been yeah. angsty teen versus angsty teen. So no, because the thing yes. is because it, it's Anakin's job to bring balance to the force. That's how I thought this film was gonna go. I thought they were gonna bring Anakin back and he was just gonna say, Hey Ray, don't worry, I got this and he's just gonna sort everything out. That's how I thought it was going to go. I mean, they brought back the Emperor. It's not impossible to bring Vader. Um, exactly. I thought they were going to do that, and they just so screwed like, it so Kylo badly. brought back Vader because, like, through the power of the dark side because he's, you know, saw that the Emperor's doing wrong. Can we talk about poor Billy D. Williams just for a real quick second? Because <laughs> for yeah. being in, like, three scenes. in 2015 before Force Awakens came out, and he was at the panel for Star Wars. He was... He was being talked about in that when that film was coming out, and then when he wasn't in that film, I was like, okay, maybe he's going to be in episode eight. And then he wasn't in that film, and then when I saw him in this film, I was like, oh my god, is that it? That's it. Look how they massacred my boy. Yeah, literally, my that's boy. what I felt like. <laughs> um, Xander, how angry did I get when we were watching this film? You got so angry; it was hilarious. I was angry in just the group chat, and you didn't even see barely any of it. I, I will send you all the screenshot my yep. notes. I um because there's a fucking lot. I want. I want. I think we should mention someone that does kind of get out of this movie good, and it's the Kylo. only character in this series that they seem to have a plan for, and that's Kylo Ren again. Kylo Ren isn't completely butchered in this movie. No, not totally. Kylo Ren is the most interesting character in this film. It's almost like they should have made him the main character. Yeah, it is. You know, like you know what? On, honestly, after tonight, I I somewhat agree with you. Oh, I managed to change James's mind about Star I, Wars. The real no, 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 character about... development of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> James I, I, agreeing. I somewhat agree about Kylo Ren being uh, the main focus, but I still think that Luke should have had a bigger part. Right. Um, <laughs> you already know my opinions on how much the Star Wars fan base bums over Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Let the man die. Um, in the words of that guy, Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, let them let the man die. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. If they wanted to do the rise of Skywalker, hold on. Have it so Ray is actually related to Skywalker. Yeah, that'd make more sense. What do we think of that plot twist? You know, and you know, actually, you know what? That would have made sense. That would have made sense. What, what do we? What do we think about that? That twist then—that Ray is actually Palpatine's granddaughter. I think 
I hate it. I think it makes it's it's so stupid because it denies it makes it seem like you can only have a connection to the dark side of the force if you're blood related. It, yeah. And Anakin and Luke do not have a connection to the dark side of the force because they're related. Anakin has a dark connection to the dark side of the force because he was seduced there. Luke does not have a connection to the dark side of the force. Because he, so why he ignored do they it. try and imply that Ray needs to have a blood connection to Palpatine to be able to shoot force lightning? It should have just been that she is emotional, confused, and when that happens, lightning comes out of your fingertips. They're trying to make it as if it's like certain powers are related to certain names taken. Yeah. I think but it's something is, called like a soft magic also... system and a hard magic system. Yeah, but they're also they're, they're ignoring that in the same sense that Kylo Ren can also do the possibility of force healing. So no matter what, it's literally just they wanted to make Rey as overpowered as possible and still somehow nearly fucking lose. Yeah, I like you know, she I... is fucking powerful for no reason. She's she no could have she could have fried anyone she wanted. Yeah, she didn't. It's the only time in the film she uses force lightning. Yeah, it is. Like, why? Do, why is it never addressed again? Why have such a brilliant moment? When I saw that, it was the first moment in the film that I'd shut up and actually because... watched it because I was like, "What just happened?" I didn't like at all. I loved it. It was brilliant. It was like, "Oh my god, you're actually doing something interesting with this character," mm. and then they don't. Yeah. Now, here's the thing that would have been even more badass is there's a character called Plo Koon. Uh, oh, yes. Who the fuck had... is Plo Koon? Hey, he's the guy who's got the mask and he, like, gets blo- he gets killed in Order 66, but he's got the mask and he, ha- he was, like, the best Lego minifigure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it for his mask? Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, just his head, actually. Just his head. That's badass. Anyway, anyway Plo Koon. Um, a badass he head is the only Jedi uh, to be able to use a Force Lightning-like ability, which is what I thought they were going to go with, because it's like cause it's it's like Force Lightning, just not as powerful, and it's yellow. Um, you know, you know, it's like it's a bit like um, Venom power from Miles Morales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're able to do it in um, Force Unleashed, aren't you? What? Uh, the like Force Lightning, you're able to do it in Force Unleashed, aren't you? Yes, you are. Uh, yeah, you, you are. are yeah, yeah. You're yeah. A, yeah. in the force and the don't you? Yeah, so that, yeah. that makes True. sense. Yeah, so See, anyway, why uh, why are the games of Star Wars risky than bloody the Star Wars movies? Because because it's almost like the games have about forty hours worth of story, which works they don't way know. They have like eight max. I mean, it's still six hours more than the film, and, and it's almost as if like a, they're not going to be selling a billion dollars worth of it. To people. No, plus there's more room for experimentation and there's not a great deal they can lose out on. Because this I is... mean, games cost a lot to make. Also, this movie they lose a lot of this shit movie to only just cracked cracked a billion dollars. Yeah. Good. So the first one made two they billion. Made that much. The second one made one point two, I wanna say. Was it one point two or one? It was one point eight. It was one point three. And then this one made one billion. On the dot. A billion dollars. Yeah. It is, oh, that dude. It is also the first Star Wars movie, live action Star Wars movie, 
since the Phantom Menace to be rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Good. And it's like I mean, it's very rotten as well. It's awful. It's fifty one percent. That's bad. Yeah. That's stinky. Um, it, it's genuinely uh, awful. Oh stinky. <laughs> um, At the same time. I still don't think it's as bad as The Last Jedi. I know I'm on my own with that. This but movie isn't even shot bad. well. Like, there's no there's no beautiful cinematography. There's no altered feel to the way the camera's used. Like, there is I in don't think Last we even Jedi. touched on how beautiful The Last Jedi is. I mentioned it, but it Sh- is. Shot-wise, it is gorgeous. Like, oh cinematography is amazing, it's, and that's where I'll, it I'll shines the most. It. Yeah. Ryan Johnson oh, has oh, a real eye. No, yeah. because it wouldn't have been Ryan Johnson who was the. He was the cinematographer. I'll find out who the cinematographer is now. I'll find oh, out right. now for you. Stephen yeah. Yedlin. What Steve guy? Yedlin. Steve Yedlin. Well yeah, done, Steve Yedlin. I'm going to find oh, out what he's done while Gosh, he's like, a be- it's such right. a beautiful film. <laughs> I'm anyway. just going to send. I'm just going to. I've just got to send this. Carry on, carry on, sorry. <laughs> who was speaking? All of us. <laughs> okay, who had the last decent point? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's beautiful. Yeah. Because the thing is, because there's not a great deal of shots in The Last Jedi that don't look good, but... Plot We're beautiful. not on The Last Jedi. The guy... Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> anyway. It's the guy who also did the cinematography for Knives Out and... So he's very he's clearly very good friend Brian John. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least he knows what he's doing. Well yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh yeah, so just going back to the whole Palpatine with Ray situation, I I, I I didn't get me joking. I think it's more disturbing than anything. Because that means that Palpatine did the did the thing. Me and Alex worked this out, right? We worked out the timeline of the entire Star Wars franchise and we were like, oh, we actually figured out he had to have had his son because like, it was his son that that's related to Palpatine. He had to have had yeah. his son two years after Revenge of the Sith. Uh, can I just say, didn't they also oh. come out and say that um, it was a clone situation, so Palpatine's son was actually a clone of Palpatine, and then he had a daughter. But at that point, they didn't, because I, I know at this point in the like the sequel trilogy, at that point they figured out Force ability cloning. But, but they don't point, explain it. It's didn't. so vague. Um, yeah, they... no, I'm I'm actually right. Ray's father is actually a failed clone. It was the novelization of Skywalker that revealed it. See, that's it, man. I said this to Alex as well. There's so much, like, after the fact, after the movie comes out, you have to read up on it. Like, there's DLC for this movie. Like that. You Literally. have to know about all this cloning stuff afterwards. You have to you have to watch the Fortnite live streams to know that Palpatine's back for this movie and understand why he's back. Then By the way, can they, I just they say, they revealed in articles afterwards that, that the, uh, the, the other stormtrooper that Finn has another romantic relationship with because, God forbid, he actually be attracted to Poe. God, Disney have such a no homo vibe that they give Finn three love interests throughout this entire franchise. It's fucking ridiculous. Then, also, oh my god, they do. Also, I forgot about her. Yeah, 
Also, quickly, uh, the uh, in the novelization, what's revealed is that the Palpatine we've seen on screen is not the same one from Return of the Jedi. It's in fact a clone of yes, Pappy Sheev. Anyway, then um, once again, though, not told in the movie, we just assume it's actual Palpatine. The fact that we have to read upon yeah. like, the fucking and the, and find it out that stormtrooper, stupid. That stormtrooper that Finn's like hitting it off with has a moment at the end of the movie with Billy D and he's and she's like oh I don't know who my family are and he's like well let's find out and it's implied that they're gonna fuck hard but then it turns out afterwards JJ Abrams like oh yeah that's her dad oh no I kind of got that vibe anyway and like no I got I got the vibe they were gonna fuck yeah and then oh, no, they're, got, they're gonna bone what else was I it I got the vibe that they were but at the same um... time incest in the Star Wars universe is first <laughs> Hello everyone, sorry for the interruption in the episode, but I have to apologise and say the next 15 minutes I've had to cut out of the actual episode because it sounded, the audio was completely corrupted and it sounded like two robots were like hate fucking. It was absolutely atrocious. I don't know what the problem problem was, but I will figure it out and make sure that this does not happen again. Really sorry guys, but um, we will skip now. Uh, through the discussion right to the end um, during the wrap-up. So apologies for that, and uh, enjoy the rest of the episode. I'm I'm going to do my wrap-up. So, yeah, we'll uh, wrap The Rise of Skywalker. If you thought the last movie was frustrating, then wait till you get a load of this one. The Rise of Skywalker is the most reactionary movie I've ever seen. Everything this movie does is in service of discrediting something in The Last Jedi. It honestly feels like there's been a movie missing between The Last Jedi and this movie. Kylo Ren shines out as the only character in the whole trilogy that has a satisfying overarching plot, but everyone else feels wasted. The villain is shocking, pun intended, and feels very forced in, uh, pun also intended. <laughs> the fan service is egregious and peppered throughout. There is one moment in particular that made, that made me audibly sigh during the midnight show. This movie also seems to entirely rip off the final battle from Avengers Endgame that came out just six months oh, earlier. God, yeah. Yep. Altogether, really altogether is the final chapter in the Skywalker saga. This is a terrible disappointment. This franchise should have gone out with a bang, but instead it flickers out with a whimper. Three out of ten. That's very generous. Fucking that is hell. generous. I'm that literally giving it a that was I, the, I try not to give movies zero out of ten, so I'm giving it a one out of ten because <laughs> I did not I'm giving enjoy it, anything. I'm giving it a point for Kylo Ren, a point for not being the worst movie I've ever seen, and a point for Babu Frick. I thought, you, I thought you were giving it a point for each syllable of Babu Frick's name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense as well. <laughs> Okay, I fucking I, love that guy I, so I'm, much. You know, I'm, I've made I've made a montage of clips uh, for for this series of episodes, and Babu Frick is in it. <laughs> good, good. I had no, to I'm search good. for clips from the sequel trilogy. I was like, "What do I pick?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, Babu Frick." So then, <laughs> right at the end of it, he goes, "Hey!" hey! <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I, oh, yeah. I know I know they're doing this with yeah, uh, with Baby Groot in Marvel, but wouldn't you love to go and see a Babu Frick spin-off, like a little short. Oh, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> nothing <laughs> from nothing from Rise of Skywalker. No, There's no, no, nothing like a Babu ever. Frick short. David, David, I don't care. Babu Frick. No, I don't care, even if it's Babu don't Frick. Me, don't make me do it again, now. David. Don't make me do it again. <laughs> I, it's alright, I'll do it. Hey, hey! <laughs> <laughs>
That's going to be my new mating call. That's... If somebody wants to come and kill me, my address is in the description. Okay. <laughs> oh, my neighbours are going to fucking hate me. I love it. Yeah. Um... I fucking hate you. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Right. I don't want any of you to Google this. And if any of you know the answer, I do not want you to say it. Okay. Who voices Babu Frick? I have no idea. Oh, I knew this. I oh my gosh, this is amazing. Is it? Is it Bill Hader? Bill? No, Bill Hader does BB-8. He does BB-8. Oh yeah, I know it does. Wait, it do does. you know the answer? The answer I is the person who voices who plays. It's it's Moaning Myrtle. It's just Moaning yeah. Myrtle. It's just yeah, her. Also, yeah. It's just oh, Shirley Henderson. Yeah, Shirley Henderson. Yeah. Mad. Ah, like that's a nice as bit if. I like it. <laughs> I, I like it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> she um, was also the puppeteer for him. Um, I'm in the same arena as Xander with the 3 out of 10. I think I'm going to... Yeah, about 3, maybe 4 out of 10. How could you give it a 4? Fucking hell. I'm giving it I'm giving it a 2. Luke I'm giving and the it a 1. Luke, Luke and the X-Wing put a big smile on my face. I'm literally so giving it a pandering. one. This this is, yeah, this, I know, but this is only a face. little bit better than Artemis Fowl and Xander. You know exactly how I feel about Artemis Fowl is the worst movie we've seen this year. Atrocious. One of the, the worst, worst movie I've, I've seen ever seen ever. in my life. What are you talking about? It I mean, is down literally there. the down worst. <laughs> it is literally the worst movie I've ever seen. I can't think of any other movie I hate more than Artemis Fowl, other than possibly this. This is very close. The fact that I had to sit for two hours and twenty-four fucking minutes of this piece of fucking garbage. That's Ugh. another thing. This film is stupidly long. Yeah, should have been. How many minutes hour. did they cut out of it? They it was, it was it was. Isn't there so a JJ Abrams cut? Two two like, weeks before a... its release, the runtime got leaked, and it was two hours forty-five. And then a week later, uh, the um the. The runtime got changed to two hours twenty. There's a they, there's a rumored like JJ Abrams cut, isn't there? there there's twenty five minutes of this movie cut out because they knew it was going to be a stinker. Good. They should have cut the rest of the movie out. Yeah, this is a uh, this is rough. They, they, this feels really sad that this episode had to end like this. Nope, it isn't. Um, we all knew it was going to end like that. But next week, we, we get to talk about some good things again, because we're doing the spin-offs. We do. So we're talking about Rogue One, Solo, The Mandalorian, and others. The Clone Wars. And Rebels. Again. James will talk about Rebels. No, we, we said good things. The James Clone will talk about Rebels. No, 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 no. We're going to start with Rebels, and I'm going to get it out of the way. <laughs> okay, so we're going to have an episode <laughs> specifically just on Rebels, and it's going to be a James special. Yeah, or, like or you could, or you could just have it as like a short or something. We'll I'm gonna, no, it's not I'm a short gonna, one. That's a bonus, be an hour and a half. a bonus podcast. No, That's no, no, literally going to be an hour and a half. Of you no, ranting about how horrendous it, it is. It's, it's no, it's about be... fifteen minutes of reviews and an hour and fifteen minutes of screaming into the mic. I yeah, <laughs> literally. I refuse to talk about this film, uh, the film, this TV show, any more than five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because. That's about for the entire five seasons. How much interesting stuff happens? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, do, do, I'm, I'm 
I'll cut this out, but like, does anyone have any recommendations that they might want to do? Or are we just leaving uh, so, it? Because I'm, I'm down to leave it. I'm happy to so, leave it. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about I'm Soul really in the 2020 podcast, though. Okay, just go watch Soul. It's great. I've watched it twice. I cried both times. Have you seen it, Alex? I've not seen Soul yet, no. Oh, Soul's good. Soul is good. It's go watch Soul. I cried, to, I cried both times I watched it. I'm probably going to watch it again. I, I think it's being made out to be a lot better than it actually is. But... All Pixar films are. But honestly, mate, it's Apart from Coco. Coco's so good. Coco's so good. Yes. I didn't even even think about how good it was. And then like I watched it and I was like, this is one of the best films I've ever seen. It's so so good, man. Oh, it's it's up. It also makes me cry every time I watch it. He's just return to form for Pixar. Like, oh, oh, just remember me. Oh my when god, I that's have brilliant. To say goodbye, remember you know me. You know, and I know I shouldn't, Zander, but I prefer that each time we are apart. Xander, do you want to do a reader of your um, Pixar one? Holy shit. Don't even tempt me. That sounds amazing. I, I, I think, considering like you had very, very different people compared to what like we have now. Yeah, I did do one. a we did a Pixar tournament earlier mm. this year. Would you guys so, be down to redo it at some point next year? I'd, I'd do, I don't see why I'd do that because I'll be able to watch some good fucking movies for once. Finally, <laughs> some good fucking movies. Right, also, also, um, I'd love to wrap up this podcast really quickly, but I just need to quickly say this point because you've been talking about it for a couple of weeks now without me actually, in fact, longer than that, but you've been talking about it and I've not really understood why you've been talking about it, but what the fuck is wrong with you, Xander? <laughs> Why do you not like the first three Pirates of the Caribbean films? <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Genuinely, At the first they are, one. At they the are very so least. good. At the very no, least, mate. the first one's brilliant. No, the first mate. one is incredible. The, the second one's one so is... fun. And the... that third one has an insanely incredible ending act. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. So the third, it's almost like Oh, the, they're so good, Xander. I don't know how you can dislike I them. Like, I know they're based fuck, on... Mate. The four and five Johnny Depp. Xander, you like fucking Midsummer. Midsummer's not boring. You have... Midsummer is the most boring piece of shit I've ever watched. Don't That's your talk opinion. About boring films until you've watched. Yeah, and we have films. three opinions of three fantastic movies and two atrocious films that we forget exist. Hang on, so are you completely wiping out James's opinion on the Last Jedi then? Because it was basically three against one earlier. I still don't Fair understand point. how you can like also, the Last yes. Jedi more than the Rise of Skywalker. Like less, I mean. Like it is yeah. completely unfathomable it, to me. James, so, see, James so now I've just deflected that onto James. Sorry, mate. James <laughs> had a huge hard on for like Luke Skywalker as a, Uno as a character. Alexander, you have a hard on for hating fucking Johnny Depp no, for no reason. I really so do have a hard on you. for hating Johnny it's, Depp. It's because I understand Midsummer. I understand that it's the Skywalker saga. That's why. That's right. why. But my point is, it shouldn't have to be. That's such lazy story mm-hmm. writing. <laughs> How have we got back onto the Last Jedi? Because this is a Star Wars finish? podcast, Xander. Can the we finish? That I like. I want the Rise of Skywalker more than I do. Fuck the Luke Last Skywalker. Jedi. Fuck we've, Skywalkers. We've been recording the Rise this for three of hours. Was at least and an I... attempt to clean up the. 
utter disgrace that was the last no, Jedi. No, no, but James, you don't seem to understand that films sh- shouldn't be an attempt to clear up what has happened before. Films well, unfortunately, that's what happens on. with a franchise, doesn't it? Unfortunately, that's what happens when you've got fans like yourself being so fucking adamant that you need Luke Skywalker in a Star Wars film to be a good <laughs> film. It's, it's a good film if you target. take Luke Skywalker out of it. I can 100% guarantee like by next week when we um Mummy like, Daddy stop fighting. Stuff, James is going to fucking despise me off of my off of what I'm going to be saying. <laughs> James is going to hate I me with passion. Do. I want to kick your fucking beautiful teeth in. This is what I love about <laughs> Star Wars fans. They they're so ready to talk about Star Wars as long as you agree with them. Do you remember what I said earlier in the podcast that nobody hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans? Yes. And no one hates Star Wars fans more than Star Wars fans. Mm. <laughs> I hate myself, so that's true. Um no one hates Rick and Morty. I just I just want to I just want to We all hate say to fans. the audience listening here we are all still friends. Don't worry. Yeah. This hasn't broken any friendships, not yet. Uh, it's a, I, I, mean, I don't like much. myself, but, but we'll, go, we'll go with that. None of us like ourselves. We just like each other. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of like myself. Like, no, you I don't. don't. No, 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 we, have no, we have no Stop part. lying! <laughs> I thought I was the positive one out of the lot of this. <laughs> <laughs> you are, and that's why um, I'm like, shutting you down, because we're negative. But we're all brilliant in our own little way. Right, okay, I'm, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm, gonna wrap I'm not this brilliant. Up, guys. I want to go to bed. It's midnight. Um... No, it's not. It's the middle of the day. We're so prepared. <laughs> Thank you so much to everyone for listening this far. Um, for what One thing, we hit our milestone again for the end of the year. Uh, we hit 110 listeners on Spotify, so... Thank you, everyone, for listening. That's a even though this is very late. So, thank you, everyone, for 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 for, for listening. Uh, for for whatever reason you are, uh, we hope you had a safe and good new year. Uh, next week is gonna actually be our fiftieth episode. Ugh. Dun, dun, dun. That's insane. Fifty episodes. I can't believe we made it. Um, and we're gonna be doing the Star Wars spinoffs. Uh, what did you say, David? Sorry. We've got ne- we've got over the double listeners of episodes. Mm. Yeah, man. Mad. Boop, boop. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, I love it. <laughs> so next week we're going to be doing the Star Wars spin-offs. That's Rogue One, Solo, The Clone Wars, Mandalorian, and Rebels, and then anything else we decide to talk about. So that's going to be fun. Thank you so much, David, for being here. As always, you're a wonderful person. I hate Star Wars. Yeah, we know. Uh, James, you might have differing opinions, but I still love you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. The internet. I still want to fight you, but, you know, like we're still friends. (laughs) It's all right. Um, I hate Luke Skywalker, but I don't hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You can go and check out James James on Luke Skywalker all along. (laughs) Always You can always check out. You can you can go and check out James on Shock Radio on his show. We're getting old. It's very good, and the co-hosts are very good as well. That's that's a good point. Season two might be out by the time this comes out. Yay! Yay. Um, I'll put a link to all their stuff in the description. And Alex Woods, thank you for being here, man. It's a real honor to have you here. 
It's, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm glad that I actually made it this time. Yes, we hey. are too. We are too. Um, you can oh, check so, out... Uh, cheeky little plug. Go, uh, follow, go subscribe to Sue Mage on YouTube because I'm actually doing some streams. I was oh. mid... I've already had enough shout outs on this show. We need to plug Sewer Mage on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Alex this is a new thing. Go, go and check out Alex's Moon Flat Moon. Alex's band Flat Moon. <laughs> 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 Alex's Moon Flat Band. God damn moon. it. God damn it. Go and check out Flat Moon <laughs> on Spotify and Apple and any anywhere else. Uh, their new EP just came out, Space Juice. It's top quality tunes. Oh, thank you, dude. And um, yeah, check out David's uh, YouTube channel, Sewer Mage. We'll, I'll put a link in the description. We've been, well, David's been streaming on there with me and James for the past couple of days. Yeah. And we've been mm. playing. We Uno, Uno Monopoly, and Monopoly. playing Demon Souls, and uh, we'll probably be pl- we'll probably get David to play Rocket League with us at some point as well. Well, cause... I'm I'm also uh, I'm going to be streaming my second playthrough of Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, I finished my first one just the other day, so I'm going to be starting my next one in the next few days. Amazing, amazing stuff. Yeah. Streaming the full right. playthrough. Thank you to everyone for listening. Um, the standard stuff, you know, listen on Spotify and Apple. Tell your friends and family about us, and. Head on over to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that jazz to see what we're up to. And Tell yeah, we'll see you next week. We will see you next week for the 50th episode. <sighs> goodbye. Uh, goodbye. Bye. By the way, Alex, can I just say that if you ever make a Flat Moon documentary, can you call it a Flat Band? No, no, no. It'll be called. It'll flat. be called Matt Floon Finds the Tunes Made by Flat Moon. <laughs> Amazing.